Welcome to Delta Green, Impossible Landscapes, brought to you by Black Project Gaming. Get read in at blackprojectgaming.com. I'm Vince, your host and handler for this campaign. Joining me are Brett, as DEA Special Agent Michael Whitwer, also known as Agent Vega. Cami as FBI Special Agent Geneva Brown, also known as Agent Venus. Doug, as FBI Special Agent Mark Hansom, also known as Agent Meshach. And Jack, as FBI Special Agent Cassandra Troy, also known as Agent Madison. Impossible Landscapes is a campaign of wonder, horror, and conspiracy, written by Dennis Detwiller for Delta Green, the role-playing game. For more information on Delta Green, please visit delta-green.com. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Uh, in our last session, folks, uh, essentially, you all decided to stay in the Dorchester House facility overnight to see if there was going to be any sort of change uh, similar to what you all experienced in the McAllister building uh, way, way back in uh, at the beginning of this campaign. And sure enough, you spent the night and eventually you were... Uh, you notice a significant change had come over the facility and you all were in the attire similar to, uh, to, to patients, to incarcerated patients in, in this hospital. Uh, you all were made to attend a group therapy session led by the sinisterly named Dr. Maximo Friend, as well as some other individuals who were, uh, who didn't, I don't believe anybody really recognized anyone. Uh, off the bat, uh, but you all were brought in. And as the therapy session went on and Dr. Friend was asking these really bizarre questions of, of you all, you know, you became cognizant of this change. And all of a sudden the scene rendered itself into this uh, strange, almost uh, Renaissance era or medieval era throne room. Uh, where Dr. Friend was this really grandiose, uh, noble type uh, who was continuing to ask these very bizarre questions. And eventually the scene faded, uh, but you all became aware of this symbol. Uh, and some of you were affected by it, some of you were not, but but some of you were exposed to the yellow sign, which was hanging on these uh, huge banners that were hanging from the ceiling of this, this bizarre throne room. Uh, as the therapy session came to a close, you all uh, responded violently uh, in some cases. I think that was precipitated by um, specifically Ira and I believe uh, Jenny uh, and uh, something. I, I, do you remember what happened with Jenny? Because something snapped Ira um, out of it, didn't it? Yeah, he called her by her real name, Temperance, and that freaked her out. That's right. Okay. So she just became like she didn't she didn't become violent, but she just like refused to engage and participate. Yeah, I right. became violent. That's I, right. Yeah, I thought the uh, instigator for the violence was uh, Jack became violent, and what's his face hit Cassandra with a thing. You are right? absolutely you were absolutely right. I apologize. Yep. Thank you for refreshing my memory. So no the the situation did degenerate into violence when uh, Cassie attacked Doctor Friend. Uh, in the meantime, Jenny had been rendered almost uh, not quite catatonic, but she was definitely uh, out of it 
after Dr. Maximo Friend had called her by the name of Temperance Jane Fry, a name she hadn't heard in, in quite a while, um, that some of you recognized as being a name on one of the paintings you had seen so long ago in the McAllister building, uh, a painting of a bottle. The uh, As the combat went on, uh, what just left? Brett. Brett did, okay. Um, as, the, uh, as the combat continued... Uh, multiple orderlies rushed into the room armed with billy clubs and stun guns and sedatives and quickly tried to get a grip on the situation. Uh, Eventually, things did calm down uh, and a stalemate was reached, after which Dr. Friend asked to see Cassie individually. And Cassie was brought into this sickeningly pink room where um, she was strapped to a gurney and a strange red substance was extracted from her eye uh, via syringe by Dr. Friend. At this point, you all are still trying to get the lay of the land and figure out what exactly is going on. Run into a, a strange man by the name of Mr. Wild, who introduces you once again to someone he refers to as King Bale. Uh, and in this case, it was the Bale you had met earlier in the day, who agrees to help you and navigate you or lead you through the facility, uh, the labyrinth underneath the Dorchester house to freedom. Uh, eventually, uh, as you all are going, you see that Bale has taken on this almost king-like appearance. There's this spectral crown hanging above his head, uh, shining with the strange light. And he navigates you all to a theater where you watch this performance carried on by a uh, strange childlike clown and weaving this this paper dragon until finally they collapse and Bale approaches stage and he extracts this uh, jar from the uh, inside of this paper dragon and it's this jar filled with this same red fluid that was extracted from Cassie uh, and he tells you that the patsu is the key. He drinks it and disappears. At that exact moment, the clown seems to come back to life or some form of animation and grows substantially bigger. Uh, Ira, or Ira in this case, tries to engage with the clown who touches him and he explodes into a cloud of patsu. The rest of you begin to run and unfortunately Jenny also fell victim to this clown and was also exploded into this uh, giant cloud of Patsu uh, and she and Ira are no more but Cassie and Mark managed to uh, evade the clown long enough for the jar to refill drink the Patsu and they both awoke in a uh, an abandoned house from the looks of it uh, still in Boston from what they can tell Mark unfortunately is covered in these weeping sores due to having been grazed by the clown and these these giant weeping uh, patsu pustules exploded on his skin and, and he still bears their mark but he's still alive as is Cassie uh, you all went down the street to a neighbor to try to get your bearings and she immediately freaked out seeing the current state of mark but that uh, is where we're going to begin unless anybody has any questions can you hear me oh I can and you sound wonderful my friend okay does it sound better it sounds the same Oh, perfect. <laughs> did, your phone, my, 
my phone died because I've been uh, fucking around with it all uh, for the last little bit and didn't pay attention to how much battery was in it. Uh, you so I was like, butts. I know. I was cooking dinner in, uh, in the kitchen and I was like, what a great setup. And then it died. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Can't change. It never changed. Nope. Did I miss anything in that recap? Everybody get uh, get a good good handle on where we're at? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, I mean... Me, yes. <laughs> I died. <laughs> I'm you good. Did. You did. Um, so, uh, so I, Mark and I snatched up the invitation from the strange automaton. That's right. There was, thank you, and, and when we edit this, we'll make sure we plug that into the, into the recap. Um, when, uh, when, uh, oh, I just lost my train of thought. When you all came to and regained consciousness inside that house, you did see this strange clockwork child, this automaton that Jenny had previously run into in the uh, the depths of the McAllister building or the night floors. Uh, it bore an invitation from Abby, of all people, uh, summoning you to the... It was the Hotel Brottlebin, right? Yes. Sun, summoning you to the Hotel Brottlebin. Um, and with that... I think that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Find the hotel, the labyrinth, the author, his bottle. Nothing is true except out is through love and kisses, Abby. But before we get to Cassie and Mark and see what they're up to, Michael and Geneva, you regain consciousness inside this house. And you come to lying prostate on the dusty wooden floors. What do you do? That's uh, prostrate, not prostrate. Did I say prostate? Yes, you did. Yes. <laughs> I noticed that too, but I didn't want to say it. Motherfucker. <laughs> lying prostrate. You come to li- motherfucker. My prostate has lied to me tons of times. That's yep. <laughs> Fuck my life. You come to lying prostrate on the dusty hardwood floor of this abandoned house. What do you do next? Geneva, like, bolts up and immediately tries to see if she has her gun on her. She does not. Motherfuckers. Are you awake? What? Where? What the... What's going on? I don't. What do you remember? I remember those freaks grabbed us and jabbed me with something. What do you remember? The same. Great. And they took my guns. So that's awesome. Uh, he's going to check uh, himself to see if he has his firearms on him. And I'm assuming to the same result. Unfortunately, he does not. Yeah. Check my back pocket for my, uh, you know, like a uh, grenade launcher that I'm assume you gave me. As well. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and I would like to say um, he does have a uh, FBI standard issue. Vince can back me up on this. We all get them. Uh, gas mask tied to his hip. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, both of you roll, roll luck. First rolls of the game with the, with the new characters. That would uh, probably work better if I was actually in roll 20. 
Because Ooh. I was only in it on my phone. Uh, Geneva, I will say that your backup pistol is still strapped to your ankle. <laughs> yeah, so she like panics and then she's like, oh wait, but I have like five guns on me. So she checks like all of her, all of the usual spots. Then she sees one on her ankle and she's like, oh. she relaxes a little bit. Takes it out, makes sure everything's loaded and ready to go. And same with you, Michael. Um, you still have your uh, standard issue. You still have your standard issue pistol in in the holster at the small of your back. Whew, okay. Still, losing a gun is not good. Yeah. Well, at least they weren't thorough. She kind of tries to stand up and look around, see if I can see anything familiar about the place we're in. So th- this house you have never been in before, at least not to your recollection. And and your memory is still fuzzy. You still, it's almost like you're coming out of this drug induced sleep. Like I'm sure in your, in your time you've taken something, uh, something potentially potent to help you sleep. And uh, that same fog that seems to take so long to dissipate when you finally regain consciousness is kind of here now it's present. Um, and it's, a little difficult to get your bearings, but there is nothing familiar about this place and it is completely bare. There is no furniture. There is nothing to indicate who owns it or um, really anything about it without looking further. All right. So what do we do? Figure out where we are first. I kind of, I go to like a window and I kind of like, if there's a curtain there, move it back. See if I can, like, are we in a city? Are we in a suburb? And try to, like, what does the skyline look like? Is there anything familiar, maybe not in the house, but on the street? Stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So um, you you are in a residential neighborhood. Uh, it looks to be, if, if a suburb, it seems to be relatively close to the city. You can hear sounds of traffic. You can see parts of Boston ahead. Um, but you are in definitely a more residential part of, of the city itself. I mean, it looks like Boston, at least. Well, that's somewhat of a relief. What? They seemed so... What were they trying to do? They seemed so nice and accommodating. I wasn't expecting that. I mean, they've been up to no good for a while. When it comes to agents like us, we knew that. I know, I guess I just thought it would be... different. Yeah, it really is. Do I suck at this? Am I shitty at this job? I feel like I'm shitty at this job. She just smiles a little bit. (laughs) He's kind of smiling too. Trying to make light of a really horrible situation. I'm assuming like their phones aren't on them either. If she checks... Let's roll luck for that as well. Okay. Ooh. Man. Dang. And even oh, man, we're going to blow some rolls later. I just know it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We're not Gen- making it through this session, can we? <laughs> Geneva with that four and Michael with that eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, against all odds, you still have your cell phones on you. Thank the Lord. Uh, I want to see, like, what day it is. Just, like, open up my phone and see what time and day it is and if there has been any kind of time jump from what I last remember. Okay. Great question. Uh, let me look into that for you. Uh, so it is Thursday, September 3rd. 
And the last day that you remember, Geneva, was, let's see here, was the 8th of July. Shit. You've been gone for almost three months. Or almost two months, sorry. You've been gone for almost two months. Yeah, I hold up my phone and show him the date. How long have I been gone? Same? Same. Yeah, you and Geneva were snatched at the same time. Sweet. Well, that's... That's alarming. What do you make of that? That whatever they gave us was strong as hell. To see if I can get some more of that. Geneva. (laughs) (laughs) And you would know that she has trouble sleeping. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't miss a couple of months because of a drug. I mean, it could have been a lot of drugs simultaneously. That's going to wipe out all memory for two months? I don't know is about that, you, but I've never heard of anything like that. Is that the craziest idea you've run across on this job so far? Because if so, then you might be right. You might not be good at this job. I'm definitely not good at this job. And we both know that. <laughs> but... I don't know. I don't think it was a drug. Well, they obviously they gave us a drug, but two months is a long time, Geneva. Magic, then. I guess we can sum it up to that for now until we find out more. Yeah. I mean, it makes me feel insane that the less crazy of those two options is magic. Right? Sorcery or whatever. What if, whatever it is. Yeah, the nature of the gig. I mean, you saw Mosby when he came out. The idea of time being lost, but also somehow being still, that's not, that's not entirely new information to us. No, that's true. I guess I just... Oh, that was... uh, We might avoid it. That was Thelemus, Roger Thelemus. Oh, sorry. Retcom, she said Thelemus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess I just didn't think I don't know, I thought we would stay outside of it Away from it, separate from it But I guess We're in it now Are they going to try and kill us? No clue But we should plan on that being a yes Just to be safe Yeah do you think they sent a black team after us or anything like that? We've been gone a long time. Maybe they did. Maybe we'll find a couple of their suckers who got drugged into this, too. I'm going to go open the front door just to, again, kind of help get her bearings. She knows she's in Boston, but trying to figure out where exactly. So going outside. He follows along beside her. Yeah, Mark and Cassie... Um you look back as you hear a door open because you're not that far from the house and you see two other figures that are not Ira and not Jenny standing in the doorway. How are they dressed? How are they dressed? Yeah, describe their appearances. Uh, Yeah, so Geneva, um, very practical she's dressed in dark clothes um i don't know that she has like her fbi jacket or anything on on her like that where you could be like oh fbi agent uh but the way that she like stands and the way she carries herself and 
Um, you can probably just from being in the profession for a while, you could tell that she is some kind of law enforcement. But yeah, we'll say that she has like a, a dark sweater on, dark pants, boots. Uh, her hair is kind of her dark hair is kind of pulled back into a low ponytail. Yeah, uh, and then Michael is quite tall. Okay, if you've seen Mission, the newest Mission Impossible movie with Henry Cavill in it, he just looks like that. Uh, tall white dude, uh, dark brown hair. He's got a big old tash. Um, he's wearing a, like a kind of like a trendy tash. Um, not so much like a dad tash. Uh, and he's got like a um, buttoned up shirt, kind of like gray buttoned up shirt with a tie and slacks. Um if he was walking down the street, you would be like, that dude's probably a cop of some description. And actually, uh, Mark and Cassie, could you both roll in times five for me, please? Sure, why not? What could go wrong? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, 91 out of 85 for Cassie. See how Mark does. Oh, sorry, I was... I was trying to figure out why what a tash is and why oh. I'm a gnome wizard at the same time. Um, <laughs> a tash is a mustache. Okay, I was thinking stash, but then I'm like, wait, it's yeah, just one I guess, letter. I guess Canadians call it a tash and Americans call it a stash. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. we for sure call it a tash up here. Okay. Really? Yeah. A little tash, yeah. Yeah, we call it a stash. Yeah, it's a stash. Yeah. I've so, never heard yeah. anybody call it a stash. <laughs> um, okay, so we're doing uh, int times five. Int times five, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, Beautiful. 90 out of 90. Wow. <laughs> That's right kind of close. Yeah. Um, Mark, you recognize that man. And it takes you a moment, and you, you, you rack your brain because you know that face. You can't remember where. And then it clicks. The McAllister building, or at least the floors above it, there was a man strapped to a gurney screaming as he was sucked into the floor. Oh. This, this is that man. Okay. Um, Mark will, will, will turn to uh, Cassie and say, the... Do you recognize that guy? I don't recognize either of them. Heck, yeah, I do. No. Remember that guy in, in the McAllister bill? Gosh, it's been, what, 15 years now? 20? 20. Dang, guy gone. No, that was him. He was strapped to the gurney, remember? No, I, I, I mean, I remember seeing someone. That's him? It does take no, a moment. No, it couldn't does, be. It does take a moment for you, Cassie, but looking at this man and hearing Mark tell you this, it clicks for you. Yeah, there's this moment where the memories start to kind of bleed back in, and uh, she remembers seeing that white face at the base of that abyss where the patient fell through or was sucked in. And as soon as it starts to click through her, uh, as soon as it starts to kind of click for her and all the memories start to kind of come into focus, uh, Cassie's going to start to walk across the street back to the house. Go ahead and just make that same. 
Sure, why not? Both of us? Yep. All right. I also have a question for you, Vince. Yeah. Uh, is the is the Michael the me that they met, or that they saw um, previously, the same age as this Michael or y- younger? Getting robotic, baby. Funnily enough, yeah, same age. Uh, yeah, Mark with a 57 out of 66, you succeed that Sandy roll with, uh, you lose nothing. Cassie with a 78 out of 31, you lose one. Party. I had asked, uh, but it'll probably be based on their sand roll results, what they look like when they're coming up towards us. There's definitely shock. And I will say, uh, Michael, you do not look a day older from when they saw you. Sweet. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any way of knowing that, but yeah, which is for, for us was 20 years ago. Yeah. Yep. Tag on. And so I imagine the look on their faces, I'll let them describe it, but they, I would guess they look shocked. Yeah. yeah Mark, I mean, Mark is looking shocked and confused and suspicious all at once. Yeah. Cassie is looking obviously shocked and confused, but, uh, strangely determined and uh, as this is starting to sink in she's already started walking very quickly back towards the house uh cat oh oh here we go again mark will follow yeah as soon as she sees that they're coming their way and obviously mark is still covered in i'm assuming that like Patsu mess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's covered in its sores. Like there's oh, sores. sores. That's right. On his Ooh. face, on the backs of his hands. Um, he does not look good. I feel like Michael might draw his gun and hold it out in front of him, but not point it directly at them and go, that's close enough. Yeah, can we help you? Hey, hey, hold on there. We're just. Um, Cassie? Who are you? How did you... Where did you come from? I came from inside the house. It seems to trouble you. Who are you? We came from that house, too. And you weren't there. Mark. Mm Mm-hmm. You blink. And suddenly you become aware of something that is decidedly not normal, but then again, nothing about the situation you find yourself in is. But Michael and Geneva, or these two newcomers who you don't recognize, who came out of the house that you yourself just emerged from, are glowing faintly with this soft yellow light. And you look over at Cassie, and she's considerably brighter. Brighter than them or just brighter than normal? Brighter than them. Ooh. I feel like brighter than normal would be any amount of bright. Yes, yeah. it was, that would not be actually illuminated. Yeah. But, yeah. Cassie is pretty pale, though. So It's almost like it, it, how they describe, you know, some people can see people's auras. It's kind of like that. It's this faint yellow outline, at, at least for uh, the, the, the two in front of you. But Cassie, it's just... It'd be it'd be probably the the closest word you could probably think of to describe it would be radiant if it wasn't so unsettling. I'm gonna try like take a look at my own hands and feet and and the parts of my body I can see. There's uh, there's a little something there. 
Oh. It's actually, it, it's it's very faint. Like, you can barely see it. Uh, not as bright as the two newcomers. Definitely not as bright as, as Cassie, but there's something there. Uh, when Michael notices Mark, like, <laughs> checking out of the conversation and starting to look at his hands and his feet, uh, he's going to snap his fingers a couple of times ago. Hey, we're talking to you. Uh, do, do, do y'all see this? See what? Mark holds out his hand. And, uh, I'm, it's like, I don't know, maybe there's something wrong with my eyes. Maybe I got some of that stuff in it. But I, it looks like uh, uh, like you're glowing, Cassie, and and all of us, but you especially. Sandra starts to look very concerned, looking away from uh, these new two newcomers. Starts to look at her hands. Does she see this glow? You do not. Uh, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Cassandra starts to just kind of roll up her sleeves instinctively just checking herself um, Mark I'd say you're pretty perceptive so you do see probably uh, as she's rolling her sleeves up uh, and exposing her arms you probably see a couple track marks um, but uh, she starts to kind of spin around not like you know in a playful way but just sort of trying to see if anyone's coming or to see if you know the land itself is starting to change at all nothing you see nothing. Michael's gonna turn to Geneva and go, You can hear me, right? I can hear you. Okay. And then she's gonna look back at Mark and Sir, you don't look well. Is there someone we can call for you? Uh um that that probably wouldn't be a bad idea. I I, I think there's a hospital near here. What happened to you? Oh, oh, I, I think probably for her, um, you know, Mark hasn't really thought about this much until now. And, and he, he looks again at his hands and he sees the the uh, boils that have bursted and uh, on his on his hands and and all over. And he says, ah, uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a little bit hard to explain. Um, f- quite frankly, I I don't know. Uh, I was sick. Why don't and... you try your best? <laughs> Somebody roll Look. in times five for me. Okay. Sure, I'll do it while I'm spinning around. Cassie with a 29 out of 85. Broad daylight. Folks standing out in front of a house, one with a gun out, probably going to draw some attention very shortly. Get back in the house. We can talk about it in there. Uh, He's got it like down by his hip, sort of. But yeah, if somebody was to look directly at him, they might see it. Yeah. Either of y'all know first aid? I I can maybe help you a little bit. What about you two? Not for that. But she'll kind of like step to the side and open the door and kind of motion with her head to get in. Uh, Michael's going to give Geneva a look like, dude, for real? 
she'll give you a look back being like, I need to talk to you alone for a second once these do get inside. <laughs> he rolls his eyes, but he shrugs. <laughs> yeah, Steps Ken. to the side to make way. Yeah, Cassandra will uh, very gently kind of put her hand on Mark's shoulder. It's sort of like to guide him, but if it's like too painful or sensitive, she'll she'll draw back. Oh, sorry about this, Cassie. I, I, I almost didn't make it. Does it does it hurt? It hurts like heck. Yeah. And as we're walking up, uh, Cassandra will look at uh, the young woman standing at the door. Just kind of give her a once over. Uh, does is do I notice anything unremarkable or remarkable about her? Like anything out of the ordinary? Uh, um, roll alertness. Yeah, ninety-eight out of fifty. Nothing immediately. Just the thing that that is standing out to you is, is there's a lot of information coming at you all at once. There's, you know, the fact that you were in the Dorchester house underneath it. And now you're here in this house. And now these two people seem to have come out of the same place that you were in. Uh, just, she looks federal. She looks like somebody in your line of work, but I mean, like any other agent you've worked with and however long you've been with the bureau, but nothing immediately comes to mind or stands out. Shut the door behind us. Yeah, once um, excuse me, once Cassie and Mark are in, she's going to kind of start to shut the door. Not completely, but just enough to kind of give her and Michael a little bit of privacy. Uh, and then she's going to very quietly say, whoever they are, they could be infected. They could be vectors. We need to contain them until we know more. And then she'll follow them in. Uh, he'll uh, give her a very brief nod. Uh, is there any furniture in this house? Is it furnished? It is completely unfurnished. Okay. Damn. I was going to try and lay a mark on the couch. Um, but uh, I guess as we get in, uh, Cassandra will take off. Because we're, we're all wearing the stuff that we were wearing before we got checked in. So we're not wearing the patient uniforms. We're wearing our regular clothing. Correct. Correct? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. And yeah, she'll take off the... Uh, uh, I think she was wearing a hoodie uh, or a large jacket, um, but she'll take it off and sort of bundle it under Mark's head and kind of help him to lay down just to sort of get him in a more comfortable place, but also start to check the wounds. Just, um, so I'm currently at four hit points, which is, uh, to review, uh, it's not like zero is not unconscious in in this game, right? Two is, two is. So I'm two hit points away from from being in a coma. Pretty much, yeah. All right, uh, yeah. I think Mark will uh, just let himself be be led to lay down and and put his head down uh, on this pillow. Thanks. I going to no I just said thanks um I know uh, Cassandra's used to working on dead people would she be able to apply some of that knowledge to see if she would 
A, either know what this kind of wound was, or at least B, know how to kind of treat it with the bare minimum uh, that she might have access to here. Yeah, so with your 70 and first aid, um, you've never seen anything like this before. I mean, it it looks almost... um, like you've read about it in texts, like almost like a biological agent that causes blistering. Um, and you know, it, considering how quickly it occurred and how quickly it developed on his skin. Um, but unfortunately without access to something like a first aid kit or, um, some other supplies, you're, you're really unable to really do anything for him other than make him comfortable. Okay. Then I'm going to go, I'll, I'll like walk very briskly past, uh, the two new newcomers and, look for a kitchen uh and if there is one i'd like to try and get some water uh but i also assume that there's probably no glassware either (laughs) correct yeah um do either of you have a flask or anything or a a water bottle no not on me i'm afraid where did you come from where like uh, where did you did you I'm wake think, up here? I'm thinking before we get into the conversation, it might be a good idea if you go sit in the corner over there. I'd also like you to take off any weapons that you have on you, place them on the floor, and kick them away from you. Uh, and at this, Michael will actually raise the gun. Uh, Sandra looks taken aback. Uh, but she's, you notice that she's not backing down. There's almost this quizzical look on her face. She's looking you over trying to see, gauge how serious you might be. Trying He's to see. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Got you! <laughs> Surprise! Um, but uh, there's this moment of further recognition and she just keeps her eyes locked into yours. What happened to your friend? Is that some kind of chronic illness or is that a recent development a recent development but a recent uh, I don't I don't know how recent what year is it yeah that's right we don't have our phones uh, yeah she'll like take her phone out again because even she like can't answer right away she's like do I remember the year so she'll take her phone out and like show the date to uh, Cassie as well. And there's definitely not as much of a of a, a shock to you, Cassie, because you see it as just the next day from when you began your Dorchester House investigation. Okay, when when Cassandra sees that, there's a little bit of tension that releases, and uh, she turns back up to to the man with the gun. Actually, that reminds me, Geneva and, and Michael, roll sanity. I should have had you roll sanity when you realized how long you'd, you'd been. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It was just like a fun fact we found out. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Hey, guess what? Well, golly. Is this character good at that? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Cammy with a 14 out of 56. Yep, you lose uh, You lose zero. Ooh. And, that's the first uh, time I've looked at a sand score, and it does... Not very good. Yeah. Uh, Michael, with a 72 out of 40, you lose one. Okay, so when Michael asks you to take out all your guns, he does it in a very high-pitched voice, and he's sweating a lot. (laughs) You look nervous. I am. 
Oh God! <laughs> I'm just kidding. He doesn't say that. <laughs> Look, you can put the gun down. All right, sir. I will put the gun down when I'm sure that you don't have any weapons on you. We don't have any who weapons on us. We. Where did you come from? We were at the Dorchester house before this. Uh, does that ring a bell for yeah. us? The Dorchester specifically? Okay. Absolutely. What were you doing at the Dorchester house? Oh, we were doing a stakeout. It, it unraveled from there. Stakeout. Who sent you? I think you know who. She kind of like looks them both over again. I think she kind of maybe suspected, but she just needed that confirmation. Um, and then she just looks back at Cassie. What was the date when you went into the Dorchester house? Yesterday. Hmm. All right. Um, we have, still have the stuff that we had on us, right? Yeah, but unfortunately, when you walked in, um, you'd surrendered your uh, weapons. Sure, yeah, no, I know that. But um, the invitation that was originally sent to us had a uh, a green triangle on it, right? It did. But did you have that with you or did you leave that at your accommodations? Yeah, I would think that we uh, I would have brought that stuff with us just in case we found something else that we wanted to check. Okay, yes, then we'll say you got it with you. Yeah. Um, so, so Mark, Mark would, uh, you know, reach into his, uh, his pocket and pull out the invitation and, uh, fold it open so that you can see the green Delta. He says, um, does this tell you who we are? She nods. Daggone it. And real quick, uh, uh, Brett, I will, I, there's, I don't know why your sanity was so low. It should be, uh, it should have been 55. So it's 54 now. Honestly, I think I like it. I like it kind of low. It's a little spicy. Okay. <laughs> Join the party. Let's go. Let's have fun. Yeah. I want to be a crazy person. Let's do it. <laughs> so we'll say with that, with that 72 out of, uh, out of 55, you still lose one. Um, sure. but, but yeah. Why were you guys sent to the Dorchester house? What exactly were you staking out and investigating? You haven't answered any of our questions. Where were you before this? We woke up here in the house. Anything before that right now until I determine more from you is confidential. Just tell me. Stop. Stop these games. Just say it. Does that work for you ever doing that? No, but I've also never had someone inject a syringe into my eye and pull out Patsu. Does Patsu ring any bells? I don't even think so. It does not. Okay. What is Patsu? It's it's the essence. It's it's in all of us apparently. I it's mean, in- Mark probably has some of those pustules were filled with potsu, right? Yeah, it was it was essentially boiling up and breaking out of your skin. Yeah. Yeah. You notice there is no there is no sign of the fluid on your body, uh, but it definitely left behind these these open wounds. Oh, okay, so I wouldn't have potsu on me. No. 
Oh. Well, that saves me the indignity of collecting Patsu (laughs) into a a jar. Would it have stained his clothes, though, or no? You would think. You would think it would have. Um, But there's no sign of it. The clothes I was wearing were different. Mm. That's true. You're right. You're right. That's true. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, yeah, I, I guess I was just wondering. Sorry, I interrupted you, Cassie. No, go. It's fine. Um. Yeah. No, but my point's moot because I was going to show him the patsu on my hands, but it's not there. Oh, okay. It's in all of us. It's 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 what it's what helps make us. Er. Okay. And you're saying people from the Dorchester house extracted some of this patsu from you? Not people. A person person who do you have a name dr friend dr maximo friend not as nice a guy as it's the name would suggest michael kind of looks over at geneva looking for some sort of cue as to what to do next yeah i think probably anyone really not just you could tell that she's kind of like weighing her options in her head (laughs) uh before she it'll be a minute but she will speak and she'll say last thing my colleague and I remember was being taken by staff at Dorchester house back in July so no I can't exactly give you any more details than that because frankly I do not recall where I have been for the past three months two months uh Cassie looks over at at uh, Geneva for a moment but then looks back up at Michael and not threateningly but slowly without losing uh, without uh, unlocking from his, uh, his, his gaze uh, starts to walk closer almost ignoring the fact that he has a gun in her face yeah he will definitely raise the gun See, if you take another step closer to me I'm going to shoot you easy Remember the night floors, then. He looks at Geneva. Uh, DM, I'm assuming that means nothing to us, right? It does not. Okay. But just just to see what happens, uh, Michael, go ahead and roll a... Uh, just make a sand roll. Oh, but you made it so high. Um, yeah, bum, bum, bum. Oh, but I still fail. Huzzah. Oh. I don't think I've had a successful sand roll in like three or four sessions. Yeah. <laughs> so with the 79 out of 54, as soon as Cassie says that, you all of a sudden, you can't tell if it's a dream, if it's like something you dreamed or something you actually experienced, but it's disturbing nevertheless. You recall the sensation of being strapped to a gurney and these faces, these out-of-focus faces looking down at you as you lower into darkness. And just like that, you're back in in the moment, but it's unsettling. You lose one sanity from that. Uh, he's also going to stumble back, almost falling uh, away from her, and then like wildly swing the gun up, um, almost as if he's just about to fire. What the fuck was that? 
What did you do? Can I human check that? Yeah, go for it. Like what what his reaction means. I I personally know what it means, but do you? Well, I mean, I just heard Vince. Yeah, Yeah, with the 54 out of 84, uh, that reaction is very visceral, uh, almost Mm -hmm. panicked. And clearly something Cassie said struck a chord with him. Like uh, recognition. Recognition, yeah. You would need psychotherapy to to kind of determine like the root cause or or what exactly it could be. But it, it meant something to him, whether he knows it or not. Uh, Mark Mark will just taking a stab at it here. Say, you do remember, don't you? I didn't think so, but what is what are the night floors? What is that? That's what we're trying to figure out. Did you do something to me there? No, we we couldn't even help you. I don't want you to come any closer to me. When. I'm sorry, when did this happen? 20 years ago. She looks over at Michael and... What did I say? Time's fucked. Uh, I'm going to roll another sand check. (laughs) Sure, (laughs) makes sense. (laughs) Having a memory from 20 years ago for like 30... How how old is he again? You would have been, I think... You wouldn't have been older than 10. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like tweens, right? Yeah, maybe. At the oldest. Yeah, he was just listening to Spice Girls and braiding his friend's hair at that point. In <laughs> the dream. In the dream. Yeah, 80 Ooh. out of, 50, 80 out of 53. You'll yeah. get back down to that 48 in no time. <laughs> Honestly, if I could roll this high in D&D, amazing. Did you want to lose one for that? You already did lose one for the realization. Yeah, I took, but... yeah, I took one off, yeah. Yeah, okay. And, and yeah, I will I, say, I will say, Geneva and Mike, with, with your with your experience leading up to this, um, as weird as it is, it's not. It, it is equivalent. It, the weirdness is equivalent to kind of some of the stuff you had seen in that hotel room, and with that file and everything else you experienced. Yeah, but it's still. I think it's like happening to him. Oh, totally. He's remembering, yeah. yeah, remembering a memory from from twenty years ago. That yeah. wasn't just. That wasn't me just being thirsty to get crazy. I just totally. Thought, yeah, that was good. I like it. Yeah, um, uh, Mark will Mark will say, uh, "Listen, if you recognize that symbol, then you know that uh, probably the the less we tell you of, about." what happened to us in a different time and place the better off you all are at least that sounds like something Ira would have said I don't know who Ira is but I don't think that's an option when uh, you both start to mention Ira that's the first time where Cassandra starts to drift off and look away and she goes to the sink and checks to see if the water is running it is. She uh, pulls her hair back away from her face a bit and just tilts down and starts to drink. And you can tell that she's almost dehydrated the way that she's lapping it up and just sort of cupping the water into her mouth. And she brings herself back up with a gulp. And what are your names? I'm Agent Brown. Geneva. Like she almost reluctantly tells you her first name. 
Agent Vega. And he looks, he gives Geneva a look. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> Listen, you're right. Whatever cases you worked on in the past, whichever ones we worked on the past, the less we share, the better. But we need to come to an agreement now that we are apparently in at least this moment together. If there is something relevant from any of us that we have experienced, we bring it to the team. Is that fair? What team? The four of us for now. Well, look, y'all have phones. Y'all have a number that you can dial. I suggest you, uh, you dial that number and you talk to whoever it is on the other end and, uh, while you're there, tell them, tell them about us. Maybe they can put us in contact with whoever we need to be in contact with. Uh, out of character. What's the procedure <laughs> when you come across? Yeah, because I don't know if Ge- Geneva would want to do that, but she would follow protocol. So. I don't know what protocol is for that. They're really I don't remember our manual. Yeah, right. Right. So so protocol is kind of uh it's kind of minimal to begin with and there certainly isn't anything covering a situation like this. And uh I know like for uh our last characters we like got the invitation and everything. Did our handler set up uh Vega and I to come investigate this or did we get something similar? No. So um, in this case, you uh, you were actually legitimately formally tasked by your typical uh, case officer to come out and, and look into that specific individual. Gotcha. Who, who Delta Green had uh, reason to believe had been compromised. Mark, do you do you want us to get you some care. Do you want to go to the ER? I, it might be better to go back to Dorchester. They, uh, I, I, they have medical facilities there, and we know that at least some of them are friendly. Do we? Yeah, I'm sorry. Didn't you say they were the ones that did this? Mark, mm. we, I don't think we can go back. Not now. Hospital might be out of the question as well. Do you know if that's contagious? I don't think so. It happened when somebody touched me. Isn't that how contagious works? <laughs> yeah, she kind of like, it's like, oh, it sounds contagious. <laughs> kind of gives that look. Yeah, Michael takes a step back. <laughs> yeah, I, it was, uh, it was a special situation. Yeah, I bet. Uh, Michael is actually going to lower his gun at this point uh, and tuck it uh, back into its holster. Yeah. So when we say that the folks at Dorchester House did this to us, or it's like okay, there's um, there's like another world, like another Dorchester House. Okay. And it was in that place that they did this to us. I mean, the one that's in our world is fine. 
and uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, you know how to prevent yourself from what made you travel between the two? Because if the one in this world is fine, but the one in the other world isn't, we need to make sure we don't go to the other one. Is it's there a way to do that? It, it, it only, as far as we know, it only shows up after nightfall. Hmm. Uh, uh, Geneva and Michael, it, uh, come with me to whispers real quick. <gasps> Never. Okay, yeah, I, I was going to say, I have questions, but I don't know if I should ask yeah. them. <laughs> do you want, wait, do you want uh, Doug and I to go to the other channel? So you can no, 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 that's okay, because okay. this is all kind of uh, related to their backstory. Okay. Also, it just feels cool to go to Whispers. It feels right, like I'm getting yeah. a secret. Go to Whispers. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying you can't. <laughs> all right. Thanks, right Jack. We should not return to the Dorchester house. I don't I, want to go back there. Okay. I, I, my weapon's there. Consider your weapon lost for now. Yeah. What do you know about the Dorchester? I know that even during the day, the staff that are inside cannot be trusted. We did what? not spend the night in that place, and we still ended up here. What do you mean? Did... So you you've been there. So what, what did what did you find? What did you what, who did you talk, who did you talk to? Honestly, I don't recall anything. All I know is that we were there during the day. And the staff that seemed friendly and cooperative were the ones that subdued, drugged us, and now we are here. So we need to operate on the assumption that every single person in that building, whether they are there in the daytime or they are there in the night, whatever world that is, uh, they are all hostile. Can you speak to doc- Dr. Dallin? Yeah. No, it's- did we? <laughs> I say no while he says yes. <laughs> well, great, great question. Things start to get fuzzy. I rescind my answer. I was just, I don't know. Yeah, I think Geneva says no, but more in that, like, I have no recollection of that versus we, like, specifically chose not to talk to him. If she looks over at Michael when she says no, he just shrugs. I don't know. Who sent you the uh, to the uh, Dorchester house? Was it Barber? Barber. Is he who sent you? And she, like, her head cocks, and there's, like, this moment of, like, oh, interesting that you would mention that name. Michael um, cocks his head in imitation of Geneva's head cock. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I, I know... We got to keep things separate, but like you said, you just told us that folks that we were told to trust should not be trusted. Who told you to trust them? Barber. Barbus? Uh, he was Elias? the one that we. Go ahead. Uh, Elias Barber. Or Barbus. Oh, I have it written down twice in my same notes, different ways. Is it Barbus or Barber? Barbus. 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 Oh, Barbus. Yeah, that's a, that's a fella. Uh, Are you saying Barbus sent you to the Dorchester house? Yep. We were looking Bar- for people. Barbus is who we were sent to investigate. He is not friendly. Oh, heck. 
I think you guys were set up. Uh, what? No. I... And he called it. She said we were... Oh. Sandra just starts to walk back towards the living room to where Mark, she, uh, Mark was laying down, and she just sort of crumples down cross-legged behind him, just letting her posture kind of sink. Did... Why would they do that? What else did he tell you? We need to know everything. There... There were these people. They were uh, Delta Green agents. They were sent there, and they disappeared. We had... We had an idea where they disappeared to, because we've seen that place before. Does that make sense? That doesn't make sense. Were you given the names of the agents that disappeared? Yep. What were they? I mean, this Mark definitely has written down. He'll pull out his notebook. Um, Tihu, Cal Diasa, Lila Mack, Kim Plaslad, Ray Bilibas, Tommen F. Proof Toth. Those names sound made up, don't they? Do any of those sound familiar? They don't. They don't. I mean, there isn't exactly a directory of agents for us to cross-reference. That all is kept secret, but I don't know any of those names from our investigation. I think... I think maybe even Jenny had mentioned putting them in through some kind of anagram filter, trying to see if what could be pulled from them, if, if there's anything to pull from it. Jenny, is she a friendly on the outside? Jenny's gone. No. Understood. And like, there's like a moment of like genuine respect, recognizing that there was an agent who was lost. Um, I as a player believe you guys, but in this situation, I would definitely be human, human, and inting you guys. Oh yeah, go for it. Uh, if what you're saying is is true, or if Bar Barbus and um, Dallin are suspect, I would like to do that as well. Yeah, go nuts. All right, Doug with uh, or Mark with an eighty-two and a sixty-eight, uh, which is a failure. Well, that's uh, that's. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. Shit, uh, Mark. Me. Yeah. Yeah, Mark with a 54 and 84, and Cassie with an 82 and a 68. So, Mark, uh, they seem genuine. There's no, they're either really, really good liars or they're they're being honest because there's no, there's none of those tells or um, indicators of deception. Uh, okay. They seem, they seem pretty intense in in these assertions. Uh, they they seem to be telling the truth. And as an extra piece of information, uh, I will tell you that Michael. Uh, while he's like trying to, you maybe like glean this because you got a pretty good role. Uh, he's trying to seem like cool and in control, but he is mightily freaked out. Uh, like he's basically on the edge of slipping out. I mean, I'm standing next to Cassie. It seems like a, a club over here. Hmm. Ooh, maybe him and Cassie will be friends. Oh, yeah. Mark was awful close 
but we got a bunch of sanity points back at the end last time, right? You did. Yep. Yeah, you yeah. got a lot back. Yeah. Oh, and I, um, yeah, I wasn't talking like sanity mechanically. He's, I don't think he's very close to mm-hmm. to that, but just, you know, in a person way. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, yeah, I uh, think- Cassie, while this is going on, roll alertness for me, just for shits and giggles. You know I will. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, did you have someone call a cops? <laughs> oh, 45 out of 50. Good. Um, there's something in your pocket. Yeah, as they're talking, um, Cassie's just sort of still crumpled on, on the ground beside uh, Mark, and she starts to feel around and realizes that there's something in her in her pants, in her jeans, and uh, reaches in. What does it feel like? What is it? It is a slim red leather bound book and on the cover is the yellow sign does this look familiar to you and I turn it towards uh (laughs) (laughs) that's mean (laughs) (laughs) oh shit um okay uh so Cassie I'm sorry um that threw me for a loop (laughs) (laughs) I did not see that. I should have known that was coming. Um, yeah. <laughs> Geneva and Michael, roll Sandy, please. What if I what if I uh, cover my eyes real quick? Like a little kid. <laughs> no? Okay. No. He drops his gun as he goes to cover his eyes. Ooh. Really <sighs> okay. Stone good. cold. Stone cold. Geneva with a 5 out of 56 and Michael with a 12 out of 51. Uh, you haven't seen it before, uh, but it, it just, it looks like, uh, just a weird symbol. That red, the red leather bound journal, however, we've seen those, right? Oh yeah. Or we're aware. Okay. Yeah. (gasps) Oh, is it like homeboys? Where did she get? But no, not. Not Bales. Nope. Where did you get that that book? It was in my pocket. And uh, Cassie brings the book down and starts to look at the cover again, looking at the symbol. Does that sensation that I had back in Dorchester when I saw the symbol, and does that compulsion still hang around in me, or do, do I feel like it's gone now? You feel like it's gone at this point. All right. Uh, so I'm going to open it and start to flip through the pages. Is there anything written? Careful. Like, Geneva, like she takes a step almost like she's going to take it away from you, but then, like, realizes that might not be good, but she's giving you a look like, do not look through that book anymore. <laughs> it is a play called The King in Yellow. Do any of the lines or the parts, of, uh, the names of the characters look familiar? Not immediately. No, you need to do a complete read-through. I flip all the way to the end. Nothing stands out. Does the king in yellow mean anything to either of you? No, but we know that Barbus ordered a number of similar notebooks like that. This is from him. Who's the king in yellow? I don't know. Oh, how do you, how do you know of him? Is he their boss? Do they talk about him? 
Was that just a random question, or? No, this this play is called The King in Yellow. And oh, hold on, um, Kathy. Put that down. Darabondi wrote about that play. That he read it. That's when that's when things started to go wrong for him. Well, worse. How much worse can they get for me? Uh, much, like, I would assume. I would put it down. Darabondi was a serial killer. Mark, those names, Darabondi, what were some of the others? Maybe they'll... Maybe the two of you might remember or recall something about them. Mark will pull out his... Um, his notes. Ah. Uh, okay. You got y'all want to hear some names? Sure. Please close the book. And she's staring at Cassie until Cassie does so. Mark notices that she still has the book open. Oh yeah, no. So as as you've been listing names, she's been going back and flipping through pages. Yeah, yeah. He he, he kind of looks at you, Cassie. Says, "Oh, you're a robot. For- you're a robot." I- oh. Mark looks at, at Cassie flipping through the book and he, he says, Oh, daggone it. I forgot she does that. Does what? <laughs> Tries to misdirect you while she does something else. She's got my goat again. Ma'am, please stop reading the book. And like, like she slowly kind of puts a hand on her gun. Uh, I'm sorry, I... Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't realize I was, and uh, she stuffs it back into her, her pocket. Yeah, that's what worries me. Keep it there. Uh, when Geneva reached down and put her hand on her gun, Michael did the same. But having seen her relaxed, he's gonna stop. Mark, uh, Mark is gonna read out the names: uh, Asa Darabondi. E. Lucette, J. Lenz, E. Mosby. Mosby, you recognize. Repeat that last one. E. Mosby? Mosby. Mosby. Emmett Mosby. I don't think we ever found out anything about Emmett. Just his name was on a bottle, well, a picture of a bottle. What do you know about him? One second, looking back at the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave him a lot. Yeah, and I did like a refresher, but I also have the worst brain in the history of the world. Um, I just sent you a, was, a direct message. Oh, Perfect, okay. He was another agent. Uh, we identified him as having visited Dr. Barbus's house, but he he's been missing for about 64 years. He was seen leaving Dr. Barbus's house, not looking 64 years old. No, in fact, he was looking about the same as he had when he disappeared. Sound familiar? Yep. Um, all right. Wait. He left Dr. Barbus's house. Was was Dr. Barbus there? We only have photographs. We didn't 
we weren't there ourselves. We don't know. I would assume assume. he wasn't. Yeah, at some point, it was his house. And he disappeared 64 years ago. Correct. Does that mean Barbus is old too, or because Barbus ain't that old? As a matter of fact. (gasps) There you go. Thank you. There's a lot I data dumped on you guys. I apologize. No, you're all good. Um, it, it was interesting to read uh, both times I read through it. Uh, <laughs> stuff to learn every time. Uh, oh. There was... Uh, normally I'd write this off as crazy, but since we are getting rid of the pretense of anything being crazy recently, there was a photograph from 1895 with a man that we believe was Barbus. And this photograph was not photoshopped. It seemed genuine. Very old. Um, I will say, as you go back through your notes and you re- see that name, Jay Lenz, you recall the message that the clockwork child brought you. And the first sentence was, or the first few words of that message from Abby were, find J.C. Lenz. Oh shit, that's right. Do you does the hotel brothel hotel brothel been ring any bells to either of you? Does it? I don't. I don't <laughs> think. I, don't so. think so. yeah, I, don't I was think, like, I really don't remember that. I don't think that one came. No, that one didn't come up. Okay. No. What, what is about, it? It's a hotel. I I I know that that's a part of the name you said. What what's the context? <laughs> We're supposed to find someone there. Someone connected to all of this. That that place is connected to all of this somehow. Okay. It's it's not a real place. It doesn't exist. We we looked. We checked. Or maybe it just exists at a certain time. Yeah. Or how far back did you go when you checked? Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Um, Mark. Yeah? You would have noticed, though, as soon as uh, Geneva pulls out that red book, the brightest thing in the world. I mean, Cassie? Yeah. You would have noticed as soon as Cassie brought out that book, it is now the brightest thing in the room. It almost hurts to look at. Ooh. Okay. Um, I think Mark will probably bring that up later. Okay. Yeah, sorry Um, about that. Okay. Um, yeah, but Mark just says, yeah, the, the brothel bin, uh, we, uh, we checked the city records. We were pretty thorough. Okay. Um, we, all right. So y- y'all don't, don't remember much or anything about, uh, this other world. If that's the right way to say it. Are you referring to what you call the night floors? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And she looks at Vega. I I don't know. I don't know if that didn't feel like a memory. But it might have been. Well, that doesn't make any sense. How long ago were you there? When did you see me? 
20 years ago. Yeah. I would have been, you know, 12 years old. No, you were exactly as you are now. Maybe it hasn't happened yet. That's a comforting thought. Geneva, thank you. You're welcome. What about the name Temperance Jane Fry? Nothing to you, to either of you. Yeah, she shakes her head. Michael shakes his as well. All right, uh, the rest of the list: D. Carver, G. Top Chick, H. Lundeen. None of those ring bell, huh? Nothing. No. Well, there's uh, this. Mark just goes to his notes. He says, there's there's a lot more here, but... Yeah, I, I, I don't know how much we really want to, to, to share with y'all. Um, for your own good, I mean, not. What about the salesman? The night manager? I'm sorry, no. Yeah, King that means- Nothing to me. Abigail. Abigail Wright. No, sorry. King Bale? Oh, you know that name, Mark, or uh, Michael. You know that name, Michael. I didn't actually hear what Doug said that time. Oh, King, King Bale? King Bale, gotcha. Yeah, um, okay. you know exactly who that is. Mm. And you don't. You don't know how, but you know exactly who that is. Let me send you some information. Yes, please. (laughs) I like how many secrets I get this episode. (laughs) This is great. Oh, I've been messaging people left and right. Don't worry, everyone. I'm not very good at keeping them. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry in advance, Vince. Uh, Oh, dope. Um, One second. Vince, will you just hop into Whispers with me really quick? Sure can. Be back. So how about that Patsu? <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed I don't get to like bleach some of it out and stick it in a bottle. I mean, it's creepy though. I didn't really even like think into account that like, of course it wouldn't stain you because it's not on your clothes because you're not wearing it anymore. Right, right. <sighs> so I'm... I'm uh... I'm taking bits now. Which one's going to kill Cassie, Geneva, or Michael? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, this time I want to play the creepy hard ass (laughs) who will kill everyone without a second thought. (laughs) Just revenge and Adam against. uh... What was the first character's name? Why am I yours? Like no, uh, Cammy's. It was. It was. I didn't know. Joe. Yeah. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not blanking on that. Joe made it till the end, though. No, what I'm saying that was like yeah. Adam at the end was like really trying, gunning for yeah. her. I was gunning for her. Mm-hmm. And she escaped. Mm-hmm. I got away. <laughs> now the tables have turned. <laughs> I feel it. But I mean, technically, I've been the one to die the most. So I feel like my survival is really. Um, like, like, you got to balance the scales, you know? Yeah, so, like, I will try to kill Cassie, but I'll be the one that dies in the end. Yes, yes. Yeah. There we go. That's only fair. 
Man, there are a lot of names. <laughs> a lot of names, a lot of dates. Mm-hmm. Since time is imagine. real, it's just chaos. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine how long that fucking data dump was for you. <laughs> Man, I can't, I can't believe that uh, Arbus was working against <laughs> us. I know, right? Hold on. That's why I, paranoia. I felt like, I mean, we were so paranoid about him, too. Yeah. But we didn't really get yeah. anything. Yeah, like, even Jenny, I don't think she knew that, he, like, he was setting them up, but she knew it was weird enough that they shouldn't call their handler to talk about this, because, like, that was something weird was going on, and he was up to something. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I didn't expect this. Hello! Hello. Hey. Um. So when you say that name, mm-hmm. Michael, he was very, very tense uh, prior to this. Like I said before, he's been kind of like keeping everything, you know, trying to keep it like he's looking cool, but he's quite wound and quite tense. Uh, and he relaxes. Can I Ooh. human that since I know him a little bit? Yeah. More? Oh, yeah. Go for it. I want to see if I should be concerned. <laughs> Oh, Cammy! Of course you should. <laughs> you goose. I pull out my gun immediately. <laughs> oh dang! I just missed it. Yeah, sixty-two out of sixty. No, uh, it's it's a weird reaction to be sure, but you're not really sure what the reason behind it is. Can you say that name again? He's looking at Mark. Um. Yeah, I'm. Tr- I'm trying to remember what was the last name that I said. It was the King Bale one. Oh, that's right, King Bale. Um, King uh, King Bale. I I think I think his name was wasn't it Timothy? Did you get that, Michael or Brett? Yeah, Timothy is what you said, or did I yeah. get your message, Vince? My message. Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay, I I, sh- I should remember that, but you know exactly where he is, and you know exactly how to get hold of him. Yeah. Does that name mean something to you, Agent Vega? Yeah, I think it does, actually. Would you like to talk to him? What do you mean? Her hand is on her gun now. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Mark does not like this, because... We, I mean, we saw... Bale was the one who was calling people, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, hell. But yeah, like, she's like she's looking at you two to kind of see because she knows nothing about this agent bail person or king bail person. So she's trying to see what reactions you two are having. Do you know you got you got his phone number there, Michael? No, I no. Oh well, how are you going to talk to him? I I don't know, but if you want to, you can. How? Is it King Bale, then? It's not Timothy. I don't know Timothy. I want to talk to him right now. First, Agent Faber, will you have your gun? Uh, And Michael uh, doesn't say anything, uh, but he tips his head back. Your phone starts ringing. Yeah. He pulls, his phone out of his, oh. he pulls his phone out of his pocket and he hands it to Cassandra. 
There you go. Hello. Do you look at the caller ID first? Yes. It is a New York City area code associated with the a hotel Brottleman. I sh- I'd quickly show it to Mark before I answer it then. Hello. This is Bale. You got out? Some of us did. Not all of us. Who did you lose? Jenny and Ira. Almost lost Mark too, but he, he got out. Mr. Whitworth knows now. Use him. What does he know? He knows how to find them. The ones he, in the Ars Goetia. Uh, oh. The demons? Calling upon them. They'll answer questions. They'll open doors. And he hangs up. She, yeah, she's... Her eyes have turned towards... Michael, what is his expression like right now as she's been talking to this guy? Uh, after he handed the phone to you uh, and you answered it, um, he kind of like has a little, um, like a little shake, you know, uh, when you're trying to like, you know, when you get like a little creep up your spine or something like that and you're just kind of trying to shake it out. Uh, he has like a, something a little bit like that and then he pales considerably and looks a little sick. I'm going to try calling that number back on the phone. You immediately get the, you know, this number is not in service or has been disconnected. That's what I thought. Um, I hang up and carefully hand it back to Michael. Um, that was not entirely sure why I did that. What just happened? Mark... You remember the names of those those archdemons, those devils from the Arasgoedia? Does he? I don't know. That's all I'm asking. (laughs) (laughs) Mark? Yeah, you said Mark, yeah. Oh! Wait, I'm confused. The names of those demons from the Arasgoedia? Yeah, the... uh, uh, Any character. uh, The... You remember the, uh, the sigils uh, for the yeah. demons from? I, I I don't have them memorized. I, there's there's like seventy two of them. What was what was what was the one that we that was on the invitation? Um. Also, think... just quick note: is there seventy two or seventy seven? Seventy two. Seventy two. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, there was one on the invitation for Person. Person. That's that's the one. And there was a sigil on the floor in the room where you came to. For Person as well. Mm-mm. That was for no. a different demon? Yep. And we didn't know which demon that was. Sure don't. All right. Yeah, Mark would say, um, yeah, the the one we saw on the on the invitation, that was uh, Person. Michael. And when you say the name Person, he relaxes again. He knows yeah. the name Person. Would you like to talk to him? All right, this is enough. Cassandra looks to 
Mark just to try and gauge his his attitude right now, considering he's also, you know, gravely wounded. Yeah, Mark is uh, really getting creeped out by Michael at this point. He is he just like every time he says, would you like to talk to him? Uh, Mark just does almost a double take like, is this guy crazy? Uh, and then after a moment of no response to that question, he gets that little shiver again uh, and pales and looks a little sick. Uh, what did, stop doing that. What is going on with you? I don't know. Stop do stop saying those don't say those names. Stop All saying right, those no names. one's saying the names. Do the names mean something to you, Agent Vega? I don't I don't not before now, no. Have you ever spoken to Person before? Stop, Stop saying, saying that name. <laughs> uh, and he has that sort of a, I know, he has that sort of a response immediately as you're saying it, uh, and then relaxes a little. Uh, and his eyes are a little glassy when he looks at you. Have you um, spoken with him? No. Would you like to? No. <laughs> hey, look, nobody wants to talk to a demon. A few seconds go by. He shakes it out. I am. I'm. I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna leave. Where are you gonna go? Away from you. Jack the grenade. Hey, look. Ah, oh, Michael. The next person that says the name of a demon, I'm gonna draw my gun and I'm gonna shoot them. How does that sound? Does that sound? Good to everyone. Does I everyone understand I, that? I won't say another of those names without your permission, okay? Okay. Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael floats three feet off the floor. <laughs> I have a promise, okay? I, I think... I think we need to get Mark, treat it. We can go to a convenience store if one of you can call a car. And we can try and sort this out away from here. Uh, what hotel were we staying at? The Boxer Hotel. Boxer, okay. Were we, we staying at the same hotel? No. Okay. You were staying at like a, a chain joint like you usually do. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we were staying at the Boxer, but that was three months ago. So I assume two months, two months. I keep saying three. That was two months ago and compromised. Yeah. So I can assume that no longer holds, but she looks at Michael. We need to track down what we had in that room. Okay. 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 What do you, what do you have in that room? Evidence from our previous case that we do not want to be compromised or to fall into the wrong hands. I think you can understand that. Yes. Uh, well, is it related to Dorchester House? Is it something else? It's unclear, but I will inform you as soon as I know. I'm Cassandra, by the way. Yeah, Mark. Cassandra looks down at the phone um, and considers calling that number again one more time before thinking better of it. Uh, you already handed it back to Michael. Oh, I did? Oh, I thought I yeah. still had it. Okay, never mind. Scratch that. Michael, uh, can you call us a car? 
sure. Uh, and he dials a number and is like, hey, hi, uh, hello. We're going to need a couple of caps to this place. <laughs> I mean, like, Uber's still around, right? That's the thing, right? I don't know. I think so. Let me see. Yeah, what year is it? 2015? Yeah, 2015. Was Uber, like, a, a big thing? Not a big Not thing, but it was, it was thing, around. Yeah, Yeah, because yeah, we didn't get Uber up here until much, much later. Yeah, yeah. so Uber, Uber was started in 2000. Uh, nine as Uber Cab. So yeah, it, it would have been around. Yeah. So yeah, you get an Uber. Um, is Mark and his condition going to get into the Uber, or is somebody just going to go get the supplies and then meet meet them elsewhere? Uh, I mean that's I guess it's up for us to discuss. I can. You, that, that coat, uh, that sweatshirt has a hood. If you just want to pull the hood over and. We can we can take you to we can get a room at one of the hotels that we were staying at. Michael is not willing to have his rating take that sort of a hit. <laughs> and your rooms should still be good to go. Yeah, uh, I was about to say we didn't check out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, yeah, all right, um, Kathy. Knowing what we do now about. Uh, about Dr. Barbas, do you think um, maybe we should go to a different hotel? Well, either way, our stuff is there. I mean, I'm not Other than terribly my weapon to any of it. and my cell phone, I, I can I can burn the rest of it. And those are at Dorchester House, you said, correct? Yep. yep. I would consider those burned for now. Well, that's going to be a problem for me, but I guess I'll figure that out. We'll find another place then. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Do either of you have any cards or money on you? I'll check my pockets. See if I have I mean, my we wallet. We have wallets and stuff, right? Yeah, you all still have your wallets. And stuff oh, okay. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you didn't have to surrender those. Are you yeah. asking to borrow money from me? Yeah, could I, could I get like a five? Just a five. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> spot you spot me. Do we have our wallets on us? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Now you all, you all rolled well on those luck rolls, so I'm, I'm not going to mm-hmm. deprive you. All right. Um, yeah, so let's go to, maybe we should go to a ho- hotel near the boxer. You said that was compromised? You Correct. You think Barbus found out about it? It's not necessarily Barbus that I'm worried about. It was a previous case that we were working on. And you think to say that there was potentially a contamination. I thought the I thought that Barbus was the previous case. There were some moving parts. Alright. Well, listen, Whatever we it. left there has been left alone for two months. God knows who's found it, who's touched it, who's done whatever the fuck with it. So. I mean, you said you were sent by your handler, right? Yes. Well, they should. The only way them. that we should ever accept missions, by the way. They they should have <laughs> they should have sent a a cleanup team once you disappeared. Should have. I have no way of confirming that right now. Mm. Let's find a hotel somewhere 
not close to either. And something, hopefully, that's close to either a convenience store or a drugstore or like a medical supply store. And we can try and get you patched up, Mark. Try and at least get get our bearings somewhere. These these aren't bullet wounds. Um, I know that, Mark. I can. So here's the thing. If you tell me what to say, can I go to the hospital? No. It it, it doesn't work like that. Like I I got burned or... Mark. This doesn't look like burns. We can go to the ER if you want. But this... I, I, I mostly worked on dead people, but I did have to take some courses for the living, and this is... This is... This is worse than any. This is like a chemical burn. It's but it's it's it, it, it's patterning. It's it's it, the bruising, the, the way that these wounds have opened up. It's it's completely unique to anything I've ever seen. No, I I understand that, and nothing against your your medical abilities, Cassie. I just I just think that if we went to to an emergency room, they they would look at me funny and say, what happens? And they'd treat me anyway, because unless you got a gunshot or a stab wound, they don't have to report it to the police. At best, I can imagine them giving you some ibuprofen and maybe some cortisone and sending you on your way. So, again, it's up to you. Uh, I can right. do what I can to help you. Well, I... I mean, eventually I'm going to have to go to the doctor for long-term care. Again, I would strongly caution against hospitals at this point. I I agree. I don't feel comfortable uh, with the idea of visiting one right now, considering what we just went through. I have no opinion. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, yeah, for now, let's go back. Let's go find a hotel. Yeah, I'll whip out my phone and see if I can find something relatively cheap, relatively close. Easy enough. Yeah. Uh, Michael yeah. Michael will lean over to Geneva and go, you order the Uber for them. I'll get one for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she gives you a little thumbs up. <laughs> same same thought. He's got a five-star rating and he's not willing to give it up. <laughs> <laughs> not when we've got the plague in the backseat. <laughs> All right, well, I'll cover up. I think it's a good... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, Cassandra gives you her hoodie that she was wearing so that you at least Mm -hmm. have, like, a hood you can pull over. Um, But otherwise, it's just going to look like, you know, sick junkies right in the car uh, without the other two. Mm Mm-hmm. So, the plan at this point, uh, who's going where? I believe, Cassie, you were going to look for supplies, right? Well, I think we're all going to go to find a hotel first and then Got it. and then break off to find supplies and stuff. Okay. Yep. So uh, Geneva was definitely able to find you a place relatively close to the Boxer Hotel, their original accommodations. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll say you all head over there and have no issues getting checked in. Okay. Yeah, I will. I'll make sure to, like, check in for both Mark. Well, fuck. Oh, yeah, we have wallets on right. So I'll make sure to just check in for Mark and myself just because I don't want the, the desk clerk to be freaked out. Um, by this leper who's with us, and uh, and yeah, um, Mark, uh, do you want to stay here? 
Let's get some rest. I I think I better. I'm going to lay down. All right. Well, I'll I'll be back. Uh, Just just stay put. Okay. And remembering that she doesn't have a phone, looks down at her pockets. Just, uh, I guess, just smoke signal if you need me. (laughs) Right. All right. Yeah. Hey, Kathy. Thanks. Um, Look, it has definitely crossed my mind to just bolt on the way over here, but I, I... these people, I, I think they they know they know stuff, and, and and if we all put our heads together, maybe we can figure this one out. That's what I'm hoping. Even though I really would be against it, he's dead now. So I guess it doesn't really matter. With that. All right. Cassandra just breaks off and heads out. Cool. All right. What are uh, Geneva and Michael doing? Uh, when they get in the car, I think she's going to get on her phone and just Google the Boxer Hotel and see if in the last couple months if there's been any you know, particular news stories about that place that might be interesting. Nope. Nothing that you can find. All right, that's actually honestly probably a good thing. So, <laughs> uh, Michael fidgets a lot. Doesn't do anything productive. He seems somewhat lost in thought, but yeah, he's very fidgety. Are you guys in your room at this point, or? I'm assuming uh, we would go to the hotel like right away, right? Like not our, not the hotel we're sleeping at, the hotel where we left the item. Ah, okay. Was that was that the plan, Geneva? Yeah, I think at least for uh, if like Mark and Cassie are off going to go take care of Mark uh, while they're busy, I think that would make sense for Geneva and Michael to just go check the place out. Got it. Okay. So yeah, you drive on over to the the boxer, and and thank, like you said, you found a hotel that wasn't too far away. Um, so it's not a very far drive to get back. Uh, it is considered a landmark in the West End of Boston. It was built in 1904 in this kind of classic flat iron style. Uh, definitely like kind of a, a, a bougie looking place. Uh, pretty nice. And it was remodeled in uh, probably 2015. Uh, definitely getting increasingly popular. So it wasn't like a it wasn't like a, a chumpy place that you all found and stayed at. It was it was pretty good. Um, and your room was 616. Feels like a, like if I was the special agent investigating like creepy mysteries and uh, like demons and uh, you know crazy evil sorcery, I would just never get a room with a six or a thirteen in it ever. Room number <laughs> four, please. <laughs> nice. So yeah, you get to the the door of the hotel room and. Uh, what do you do? I want to just knock on that door first, just in case there's someone in there. Okay. Yeah, you knock and there is no answer. And there is no, like, do not disturb, uh, do not disturb. There is no do not disturb uh, sign hanging from the doorknob or anything like that. Is it like an electronic lock? 
with like a it key card is. thing? It is. Did we hide it in the room or did we just leave it in the room? Because we, we left it, we got the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, like we should go down to the front counter and be like, hey, we were here a couple months ago. We got called away on work very, very quickly and without notice. And we left something here and we'd like to see if somebody turned it in. Right? Yeah. Well, it's also, this is also the room where the window was, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's what Geneva's concerned about. Okay. Well, then why don't we just rent it for the night? Sure. And then just go inside and take a look. Yeah. I think that'll be the easiest. Okay. Yeah. You uh, easily get... Uh, uh, it's it's unrented at the moment. Uh, it's not assigned to anybody, so you easily are able to uh, secure it for the evening. And uh, the the front desk worker, you know, welcomes you back, seeing that you've stayed there previously. Um, and uh, you know, they note that you stayed in that room last time, and they're they're so happy that you know you like the place enough to come back. So they they get you your your key, and uh, you have a key for room six one six. He is going to ask about the yeah. The left belongings. Right. Did we leave anything in there last time? Sorry, we were in such a rush. <laughs> oh, uh, no, nothing that was delivered to the lost and found. Nothing that uh, that we've been hanging on to for you. Uh, and, and if there was, we would have contacted you uh, immediately. Tried to secure arrangements to send it back to you. Perfect. Great. Thank you very much. Of course. Let us know if you need anything else. We will. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Geneva will take the key and head that way. Okay. What time of day is it? Um, it is. Uh, I'd say early afternoon, late morning. Probably, okay. I'd say no later than eleven. Okay, that seems safe. <laughs> uh, so as we're like walking up the stairs, Michael's gonna kind of. I guess we'd be in an elevator. Uh, Michael's gonna kind of like you know. Look around, make sure nobody's listening, and be like, so are we going to talk about what happened at the house? Uh, which part? The um, the demon part, or? Uh, I think maybe the dude with the pustules all over his body, and the crazy lady who kept saying words that made me see things. Is she a witch? No, I genuinely believe they are other agents with the program. She seems like a problem, Geneva. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with that. I don't know what they have encountered. It seems like something has potentially plagued them for 20 years, and I think we need to be careful. She said words that made me learn things. That's not normal. No. And the fact that Barbus seemed to reach out to them specifically and they took the goddamn job, which is another conversation. Yeah, like, did they hire these people off the street? Is there no, like, training at all? Who knows? honestly, but I think we need to operate under the assumption that even though we are working with them now, that partnership may have to come to an end. And she gives you a 
specific look. <laughs> yeah, well, if she gets inside my head again, I don't know. I won't stop you. I she might need you. you to stop her. I will if I can, but she seemed a little too eager to both read that book and to call those names. We need to get that book away from her. Also, what do you mean you don't know if you can? She weighs like 45 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> she does now. Huh? Uh, look, I'm not off operating under the assumption that they are entirely human and that they haven't been infected with something that could rear its ugly fucking head the minute I pull a gun on them. I suppose, but not shooting someone that needs to be shot just because they might turn into something else seems like a bad idea. Oh, no, I'll try. I'm just saying, based on whatever might be going on, that shot may or may not be successful. All right. As the elevator reaches the floor <laughs> and uh, you all kind of start making your way down the hallway, kind of have this, have this conversation as you go, uh, you find yourself outside the door to 616. Ready? No. But let's do it. All right. She unlocks the door and opens it. Michael takes a big, deep breath, cracks his neck from side to side, shakes out his jitters, gets ready. It is full of boxes. Stacked front to back with boxes. The double beds are covered in boxes. They are literally everywhere. Is this familiar to us? Like, we put all these boxes in here? Definitely not. Well, I mean, of all the things I tried to expect, I'll admit this is not one of them. No. Why? This is like a spooky thing, right? Not like the hotel being really irresponsible. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not unless they turn into some kind of fucked up escape room overnight. Well, I guess yeah, like, not overnight in the last two months. Yeah, they seem pretty on, on top of it. Uh, yeah, I close the door behind us and I go to the nearest box. I don't touch it, but I want to see if I can just like look inside and see if there's something in it or is it closed? It's closed. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> touch it. Come on, it'll be fun. Uh, is there like... Um, like uh, tissues or maybe even just I go in the bathroom and grab some toilet paper or something so that my hand isn't making direct contact with the box or anything else in there. It, it is really it is actually really hard to navigate inside this room to even get to the bathroom because oh, it just it yeah. is so stacked with boxes and junk. It looks like a hoarder's room like you find you have to navigate past like a like a 1940s era wheelchair. Um, there's like boxes and you see like there are artificial limbs or like mannequin appendages like jutting from the tops of one of the boxes. It's weird. Oh. Uh, Michael is going to start like searching through the stuff. Okay. Yeah, with your, what's your search rating at? I think it's at, uh, let me check. 60. 60, yeah. Easy yeah. enough. You start going through the boxes and you find, um, it's just, it honestly, it's, it's junk. Uh, you find dentures, you find shirts, Ugh. shoes, briefcases, uh, an assortment of radios. Um, 
papers in various rank languages. Like there, there's even what looks to be like some kind of economic report in Farsi. Uh, transistor radio. Is this is this ringing any bell any bells to anybody yet? I'm not yes, uh, but me, I'm not going know. to say what it is. But I remember. Do you? No. Okay, okay good, because I was like, I don't, and I feel bad now. <laughs> roll, roll, no, that's okay. Roll in times okay. five. Okay. Actually, no, you wouldn't know this. You wouldn't know this. Geneva and Michael would not know this. Oh, it's probably, oh, but Jenny and Ira, perhaps. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then that's my excuse. Yeah, I'm in mine char- as well. I'm, I'm in character right now. <laughs> <laughs> Method acting. Yeah. It is like, it, oddly enough, like I, you know, joking aside, it is ringing a sort of a bell, but I just can't. Right. Yeah. I'm going to take a couple pictures with my phone. Okay. Oh. I'll tell you guys because it doesn't matter if you know or not. Yes. I recall. But like hers wasn't. That's that 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 <laughs> secrets. Sorry, I <laughs> didn't say anything. Is that how that works? Can I just That's exactly how that works, yeah. Perfect. Man, I really hope I never commit a crime so that the police <laughs> <laughs> So what do you do? Yeah, you take you take photos. Uh, you take your photos, and easily you're, you like you kind of hold some of the lids open so you can snap a quick picture of the of the uh, of the contents. Um, what's your What's your next move? I mean, do we catalog all of this? Do we leave and pretend it doesn't ex- exist? This wasn't exactly our job, but no. it is now. It feels like because we just walked into it. I mean, you know that I love the easy way out. And I would like to keep that going. So why don't we treat this all as one whole thing? Because if we try and catalog everything in this room, we're going to be here for weeks. What if we miss something? I mean, I I feel like we're going to miss more spending our entire lives over the next couple of weeks with our nose in this pile of shit. There's so much yeah. here. And all of it looks like garbage. All right. Well, we have the room for a couple of nights, so we know that no one's going to be coming in here and messing with it. So maybe we just, I don't know. I took some pictures. Let's regroup and see how uh, patient zero is doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Geneva. Yes. As you leave the hotel and you get back out into the late morning, early afternoon, uh, you you're, you catch something out of your periphery and you turn to look and... You, you you blink because this can't possibly be what you're seeing. But it looks like the people in the distance, maybe 200 yards, a little over away, they look like marionettes. 
hanging from strings that appear to rise and vanish into the air. I need you to roll sanity. No. <laughs> 27 out of 56. Rocking these sanity rolls. Um, <laughs> you lose one. Okay. I just imagine that she has like sunglasses on. And so like no one, she just looks completely stone faced. She's like, that's fucking weird. And that's the one point, but stone cold. Okay. As this is happening, Cassie. Uh, yes. You're, you're with your first aid score, which I believe is a 70. Um, you're Thanks. easily able to kind of find uh, what it is you're looking for. You, you you hit up a local CVS, you get rubbing alcohol, you get gauze. You're really able to get everything you need to really just just patch up or at least clean uh, these these wounds that have manifested on Mark. Uh, and you go back and you try to render some form of first aid as best you can. Uh, so go ahead and make a first aid roll for me. Sure. And I would just like to say, though, that uh, Cassandra is broke, so she would have had to use Mark's card. Got it. Okay. Yeah, Mark would have given that to her. <gasps> yeah, nice. What'd you get? Bag gone. Uh, I got a 69 out of 70. 69. Nice. 69 out of 70. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Mark, go ahead and roll 1d4. Oh, that's going to help. Whew, a four. You regain four hit points. I'm good, baby. I'm real good. Nice. It, it's it's painful at first, especially when she starts taking the, you know, the, the hydrogen peroxide, uh, the, the alcohol to the wounds to get them clean and starts kind of especially the ones like on your chest and on your body, like start yeah. like placing gauze on them. Uh, so that way there's something separating it from your clothing. Um, but then like it, it, it soothes there's the, the neosporin there's the other, you know, agents that she puts on there before putting on, you know, uh, some kind of covering and you're still, you're still wore out, but you, you feel noticeably better. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, Mark's just like that. I, I, th- I think that ibuprofen's kick in or something, but uh, I almost feel like I can walk around again at least. How does it look? Uh, like shit. Yeah. I think, I, I think you'll be all right. It just needs to needs to heal for a couple days yeah alright alright just try not to scratch at it it's gonna scab a lot probably better cover cover them up with bandages yeah wherever we can yeah where where Geneva and Michael go I think they went back to the boxer to see if they could follow up and figure out what what where their stuff went over the past couple months. All right. Um, what are we going to do? I mean, did we go after Barbas? I mean, the logical thing would be to do that, but this, this past 24 hours, this past two decades does not make sense. None of it makes sense, and I feel like 
no matter what choice we make, no matter how logical or illogical it might be, it's going to lead us back to the same place. But I figure if we're just talking to Barbas, it'll, it'll maybe at least just get us there faster. Wait, you want to talk to Barbas? No, I will. I was, I was thinking we should take him out. Are you saying what I'm? I think you're saying. Think you? You think we just we, we should just end this? He's not just too close to this stuff, Cassie. He is. He's in on it. He is I, trying to spread it. I have. I have no problem following you in that regard. I. I just wonder if doing that is going to change anything. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But it seems, I mean, this seems like something that we just can't let go on. Right? No, you're right. I can't let him do this to other people. He's going to keep doing it to other people if he can. And let's face it, Cassie, I mean, we should have seen this. We... He was sloppy. Using the same hotel as was on the back of that napkin. I don't think it was sloppiness. I think this is a game for them. We're entertainment. The play, the the lapses in time, the theatrics. This is all... We're, we're some kind of morbid enter- entertainment for something. We know we're being watched. We know that whatever this is is keeping us connected to each other and to th- it, them. You, I've not stopped seeing the things that I've seen for the past 20 years. They, they, they don't go away and they keep popping up. This really got to you, didn't it? Or was it something else? She doesn't say anything. She just hangs in the air a bit, just letting the comet hang in the air, rather. Uh, looking away from Mark. Cassie, what? We haven't talked about it, and I don't. Just you and me now. What? What happened? What do you mean? Cassie, I saw the tracks. I mean, look at you. You look like death warmed over and I'm the one that almost got killed. What happened to you? Uh, Cassandra sits down at the end of the bed by his feet, not looking at him at all, just hanging her head down. I... I lost everything. Was it because of this? Or... Was it just something else? I mean... It was, it wasn't. Whatever this case did... It... It took a part of me. And... When I came out of it, when we came out of it, 
I knew I had seen things that I was never supposed to see as a, as a person, as a human being. And I, I look at the people at Dorchester House, I think about them, and I think that with what I've gone through, with what I've put my family through, with what I've put myself through, that I belong there. I, I, I should be there. Maybe I wouldn't have been such a fucking mess myself out there in the world, but here I am. I'm sorry I never brought this up before. I, I mean, we, we could all see that you were hurting, but I don't know. I, I guess I was able to, to put that place behind me somehow. No, I know you guys don't don't like me talking about it too much, uh, but I, I I just gave it all to the Lord, and that worked for a while. For a while, and then Sharon died. My dad died, and uh, kids are a mess. Ain't none of this going the way I thought it would. I held out for a long time, thinking that I could just be okay. And it it worked for a while. I mean, I had a kid. I was... I looked happy. And I was so thankful that I was able to bring him. Kids are everything. But I... Every night, every night I saw things from that place the faces the robes the I saw Michael screaming I saw you I saw Ira and Jenny I saw all those things and none of it stopped nothing I did stopped it and I needed to stay awake I needed to stay out of that place I, every time I go to sleep, I go back there. And it hurts so much. It's just easier to stay awake right now. Yeah, I get that. I I don't think it's a good ter- long-term option, especially if it involves sticking things in your vein. That was just... A, I ran out of Adderall. It was just a desperate desperate thing that I did. It's not something that I regularly do. I just I didn't have well, money. And... Adderall too, Cassie. It doesn't matter anyway at this point, okay? You know, the things that oh. I've, I was running away from when I slept are now coming back to us when we're awake, so it doesn't fucking matter. So if you want to kill Barbas, we kill Barbas. If you want to not, we won't. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You're right. It might not change anything, but it it might help somebody down the road. I just... I don't want anyone else to have to go through what we're going through. If it stops with us, it stops with us. Yeah. So, um, Vince, just to clarify, uh, we... Um, we wouldn't have any phone number to call at all for Delta Green, right? It, um, they always contact us. 
Yeah, you 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 would have a, a like a last ditch number to get a, to get a hold of Agent Marcus. Yeah. Oh. Um. And, you know. And, oh, sorry, not to interrupt you, but we would have also gotten we would would we have gotten Geneva and Michael's number as well, or no? Uh, do you guys have phones? No, but we have hotel phones now. That's true. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, if yeah. you wrote down their numbers, yeah, you'd have them. Uh, yeah. I, well, I don't know how paranoid Michael is after. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, uh, Geneva, Michael, did you give him? Did you give him your numbers? Geneva would give hers, but not have the expectation that Michael also needed to share his. Uh, given that Cassie might call him and start saying demon names, <laughs> uh, but Geneva would, you know, just in case they like genuinely do need to get in touch, she would share hers. Okay. Yeah. So we'll say we'll say you you have Geneva's number, um, and you have. If you remembered it, Marcus's number. Maybe, uh, maybe we should do something that we should have done a long time ago uh, and call Marcus. I think we could. I think you're right. We should call the others, so get them back here. Now, okay. Um, as I'm saying, call Marcus. I, I'm not sure that we're maybe we should talk about it first because you know we shouldn't have done this I mean it's it's obvious to see now we got hoodwinked into this I know and I didn't trust my own instincts I don't I don't think the organization has a has a lot of tolerance for screw ups like this Ira and Jenny are gone because of us. Because of me. Because of... Because I ran. They took that stuff from me and then I ran. I screamed and I ran. Don't don't blame yourself. I ain't going nowhere. It should have been them. It should have been me instead of them. My Cassie... You can't say that. Listen, just call the others, okay? Just just do what you need to do. I, I, I need to get some air. And uh, Cassie's going to head out the door. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess Mark will call uh, a Geneva. But, I, I mean, really, I, I, we're just going to wait here until they come back anyway. Sure. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll say at this point, like, uh, Geneva and Michael are probably wrapping up yeah. their inspection of the room. Uh, Geneva has her little episode. Uh, do you all talk about anything on the way back, Geneva and Mike? Sorry, what episode did Geneva have? Oh, was seeing that the, the marionettes? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Sorry. I was like, did she have an episode in the room that I blacked out somehow? <laughs> um, got it. Um... I don't know if Michael will bring up anything. I think he's kind of a chatter, so he might like chat at her a little bit. Uh, but he also has, I, I assume, knows her well enough to know that if she's not feeling it, she just won't respond and he'll just kind of keep talking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she makes, you know, some conversation with you and stuff. Um, I think it's kind of talking just to talk, so maybe she doesn't have to think about other things unless. Right. Um, like actual deep conversations. Do you all talk about Roger at all? 
Geneva is specifically not talking about Roger right now. I don't know if Michael will bring him up, but... Uh, no, not in an Uber. Absolutely not. Oh, that's right. You're in an Uber. <laughs> I forgot you're in an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, unless they are completely confirmed alone. Uh, I think Michael knows how seriously Geneva takes the job, even if yeah. he doesn't take it that seriously. And he usually follows her lead on stuff. So he wouldn't he wouldn't bring awesome. it up. Yeah. So uh, you arrive back at the. Uh at the hotel and it's it's a very short drive we're talking maybe a matter of blocks and you head back up to up at this point um mark you would actually call geneva and i'm guessing give her the room number yeah yeah if it's a matter of blocks would we not have just walked um yeah it's up to you geneva yeah i mean we can walk yeah if it's not that far Save the save the Uber money. Not that that really makes any difference. I was just like, if it's a couple of blocks, yeah, just, yeah, it's a flavor thing. I got you. Yeah. So we've confirmed that Michael's from uh, Canada and not the United States. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, right. walking along the side of the road. Yeah, who does that? Who does what? that? Hillbillies. <laughs> Me. I do it all the time. <laughs> okay, well, I can tell. I've heard about you. So yeah. Um, you probably run into Cassie on your way up. Uh, well, where does Cassie go? Does she go outside, outside, or just the hallway? Or oh yeah, no, she's outside the building. Okay. Um, and uh, I'd say that when they get closer, they'd see at some point maybe someone is going into the hotel. Uh, and actually, she- do me a favor. Yes, yes. If you don't mind, uh, just roll alertness. Oh, okay. It's my favorite skill. Oh, apparently is my favorite skill. Okay. 44 nice. out of 50 critical success. Um, you are distracted, you know, after that, that very deep conversation with Mark, feeling more vulnerable than you maybe wanted to. Uh, certainly your mind is elsewhere, but you kind of look around, you search the faces of the people around you. Um, and something stands out. Uh, probably, maybe a quarter of a mile away. Aside from all the bustle and the, 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 you know, faceless figures moving past you on the street, you see someone just watching you. Uh, they are wearing an elaborate army green face mask. And they're just staring. Like what kind of face mask do you mean? Like a gas mask. That's not that's not creepy at all. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Cassandra was waiting outside to try and bum a cigarette from someone because she has none uh, because they're in her bag with the other stuff. Um, but as soon as she sees this person, she stops trying to uh, beg for a cigarette and will actually start to walk towards this person. Okay. As you get to within maybe a third of the way, they turn and kind of walk into the crowd. Oh, I'm running after him. Okay. Roll uh, athletics. Okay. Are we close enough to have seen her run off? I'd say at this point, yes. I'd say maybe you, you kind of actually roll. You both roll alertness for me. Okay. 
Uh, also, the self-preservation instincts in this group are real bad, guys. Diggity, diggity dog shit is what they are. <laughs> they are maybe the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Geneva with a 78 out of 70, you don't see it. But Michael, maybe because of this unique bond you and Cassie now have with her seeming to just want to fuck with you, um, <laughs> you recognize her as she kind of takes off. Uh, but Cassie, with, with that uh, 90 out of 30, um, you try to keep track of this individual. You try to keep eyes on them. You try to navigate through uh, the streets, and they are just, they are gone. Can uh, we say because I got a critical failure? Uh, no, I didn't get a critical, never mind. Uh, scratch that. Um, actually, with a 90, could I say that like maybe I accidentally run into Geneva and Michael? Yeah, we can, we can say that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and having seen her, Michael will, like, uh, with the back of his hand, just kind of smack Geneva on the arm and go, what the fuck is she doing? Uh, And point at Cassandra as she makes her way towards us. How? (laughs) I just need to know, like, what is her expression when she's, like, running? Uh, Confusion. um, Not not necessarily aggression, uh, but she's definitely not looking at gotcha. you while she's like very focused on the direction she's trying to sh- to follow. You you two just happen to be in the direction or in the middle, uh, in between that direction. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Michael. Going uh, somewhere. Um, and at this point you see that she's like trying to inch past you both, uh, like looking beyond, uh, behind you all. And she's like trying to break away again. What are you doing? There's someone, uh, there was someone watching me with a mask on. I'm going to reach out and try to stop her. I don't know if that's like an unarmed or what that is. A grapple, I guess. Yeah. Are you trying to like push past them, Cassie? Uh, weekly I am. So I'd say that, yeah, like like if there's a dc it's not that difficult because she's more just like doing this uh based on impulse as opposed to like uh, intention i guess my main question like would you allow yourself to be stopped if you were like Uh, yeah yeah i'd say that with this since i lost sight of this person i'd say yeah okay yeah geneva you don't get much resistance as you hold an arm out and kind of bar her from continuing let's just go back to the room did you see the no let's just go back to the room but fine, yeah. Do either one of you have a, have a cigarette? Uh, I'm gonna check to see if I have my cigarettes on me. Roll luck. Fuck it. So with a 64 out of 100, you do not. Oh shit! Don't. And you've uh, got gonna... you've got the remains of like an empty pack still in your pocket. I'm gonna uh, uh, hop to the store really quick and get some. Okay. Um, and before he goes, he'll stop. And he looks very reluctant, but he'll turn to Cassandra and go, What do you smoke? I'm not picky. Uh, I guess prefer- preferably something light. Nothing with menthol. Okay. And he finds that very odd because usually people are really particular about the type of cigarette they smoke. Uh, but. He'll be like, all right, I'll, I'll be back in a bit. I'll meet you guys at the hotel. Yeah, I think Geneva will just kind of try to gently turn Cassie back in the direction of the hotel and walk back with her. 
Did you find anything? We found something. We'll talk about it when we're inside. Uh, and Michael is actually going to do a little search around for the gas mask guy. For the mask guy. The person ah. wearing a mask. Okay. Nice. Roll alertness. Yeah. 10 out of 80. Oh, yeah. Uh, you don't see one. You see two. Oh, boy. And Where again, about uh, maybe a quarter, half a mile up the street. Still okay. wearing those those green gas masks. Uh, Michael is going to um, act like he didn't see anybody. He's going to go into the store and buy some cigarettes. Uh, and then when he leaves the store, he's going to casually turn the other direction from the hotel. Uh, and he's going to text. He's going to pull out his phone and text Geneva. Uh, we've been made. And when you do exit the store, if you do try to look for them, they are gone. I, I still think he's going to go for a, yeah. bit, a bit of a walk or head in a different direction. Yeah, he still okay. sends Geneva that text because that seems bad. Got it. <laughs> that seems okay. really bad. Yeah, the gas mask thing makes me think it's like maybe it's not like a, I don't know, like professionals and, and more like creepy monster shit, but also right. like that's I'm just bad. I'm just curious, Cammy. do you remember anything about gas masks? Oh, jeez. Um, How much secret information was there? (laughs) Do you mean like me as like Jenny or... As Jenny. As Jenny. When she went back to the McAllister building by herself. Yeah, I do. Okay. I was just curious. I vaguely, but I knew it sounded familiar and I was like, I think Jenny, that happened. (laughs) Too bad Jenny's dead. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, it's so sad. Um, I was just curious if, if it rang any bells. Um, because I've been trying to seed shit throughout the campaign. Okay. Um, so Brett, uh, so Geneva, you do get that text message and Michael, as you're walking, just, just for, you know, my edification roll, roll, just make one more alertness roll for me. Sure. Yeah. And he's just going to casually pull out a cigarette and start smoking the cigarette and keep his peepers peeled. Okay. And uh, when Geneva gets to text, she will text back uh, program or unfriendlies. Uh, He texts her her back a uh, question mark. All right. I'm not sure. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Yeah. With a 97 out of 80, you don't catch any, um, you don't catch them. You don't catch anybody in gas masks or anything else unusual. You do kind of, as you pass an alleyway, you kind of look over and you watch a guy just climb into a dumpster. Uh, uh-oh. Um, yeah, he's not going to that hotel they were going to go to. Um, he is going to do every trick he's ever learned on how to drop a a tail okay. uh, and try and slip into another hotel somewhere. And he will let Geneva know when he gets there, but it'll take, us, it'll take him as long as it takes for him Got to it. feel comfortable that he is not being followed. Okay, go ahead and roll stealth. Okay. He's going to go sleep in, in that junk room they rented. No, he's not. It's a terrible idea. Oh, with a 61 out of 10. Yeah. Jesus. Um, you think you're clean? Cool. 
Yeah, and I mean, he thinks he's clean, so he does that for as long as it takes for him to feel that way, and then he's going to uh, just kind of, like, mosey into um, into whatever hotel is, is close by, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's easy enough. It, it doesn't take terribly long to find another place. Uh, but in the meantime, Geneva, Cassie, and Mark, what are you three up to? Uh, smoking that parliament that, oh wait, no, he hasn't come back with my cigarette yet. Sorry. No. Um, he did buy them though. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, guess we'll go, just go back up and meet with Mark. Uh, Cassie will knock first and open the door and let Geneva in first. Uh, she's not going to say anything to her, um, as they're going up to the room, which might yeah. be a little awkward. Yeah, when you guys get back to the room, Mark is uh, laying on the bed. Uh, his eyes are closed, uh, just trying to rest. But when you open the door, you, you see him, you know, kind of like sit up and uh, wince a little bit and look over in your direction. Y'all find what you were looking for? Geneva? Did a loser? Oh, she's BRB. Bag. Actually, Sony, are you listening? I got a nurse question. Or a medical question. She listens, but I'm not sure if she's available to actually talk. Yeah, I was I was waiting for a text here. Let me let me I'll just message her. Oh, she's not. Oh, yeah. Would you put like Vaseline or something on like an open sore or like an open like how not would you Vaseline. treat like an open sore like that? Vaseline is actually not a terrible, terrible idea because you want to seal it, right? You just have to properly wash it first. Right. Like, especially on the face, because you can't put like bandages all over the guy's face. I mean, you could. Yeah, we're just going to do that. Let me see click the mummy. Okay. She's in the middle of treatment. Take your time. It was just more of a G Wiz thing for, for me because normally I know what I'm talking about and I don't in this case. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Hey, the main Jesus thing that man. you want to do is to, to seal the wound so that. You know, it can't get infected. Right. Vaseline will do that, right? I think so. If it's th- yeah, it's thick enough. Yeah. Even if it's not particularly thick, as long as it's got like an even spread, uh, no. it's air. It's like air sealant or whatever you would call that. Or air duct does tape. not pass through it. Yeah, more duct, duct tape. tape. Duct tape solves everything. Huh. That yeah, wouldn't look weird, right? Having a thick. guy with a duct taped face <laughs> walking. Mm-hmm. Like no, no shit. Like in in like expedient environments where like you uh you don't have access to like good medical care or like even good medical supplies like what two of the things they tell you to always carry are duct tape and tampons yeah that makes yep. sense Tampons makes sense yep yeah uh for kits that you send to uh soldiers they say uh, send them tampons yeah i actually just got a bunch of tampax from uh cvs so i just plugged all of mark's holes in <laughs> beautiful yeah Plug those bad boys up. He's got a bunch of strings hanging out of his. Oh god! <laughs> Mark, what cut this. Is happening. Doug, Doug, cut this out of the podcast episode. What? You get what? This, is, this, this is the gold that this we gold. work on. <laughs> I like that. I like the idea that Doug is just gonna keep everything in, all the bullshit, all the yeah. fart jokes. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. You know that's everybody else does it. Mark, uh, Mark is the human tampon now. Before before we get back into it, uh, I, I forgot to tell y'all, uh, 40,280 listens. Ooh. Oh, wait, what? Dang. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Overall. That's a lot. Yeah, since, since we started. Um, but anyway, 
uh, Geneva, they were just uh, talking about uh, Mark and Cassie were talking about if you had found anything at the uh, at the apartment or at the hotel. Oh, um, they're inside the hotel room. Yeah. Yep. You're back oh. at the room. Cool. Is Mark Michael there with us yet or is he still out? Michael is running is uh, running surveillance detection right now trying to see if he's being followed. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, yeah, we found something, but I'll wait for Michael to get back and we can talk about it. Uh, you uh, immediately get a text to your phone that says, not coming back. We'll text you location later. <laughs> she looks at her phone and this is like, or we'll talk about it now, I guess. Uh, and then he texts, there's another text that's like, like the first text was, we've been made, not coming back. We'll text you later. And then find another place to stay. Um, all right. Well, first things first is we need a new hotel. What's wrong? Apparently, Agent Vega is doing some surveillance and he has confirmed your suspicion that we're being watched. I'll be honest, I don't know if finding a new hotel room will be helpful or not depending on what exactly is following us and watching us. If it's not entirely human, it might not matter, but to be safe, maybe we go somewhere else. Mark, are you up for it? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm feeling fine. And he sits up and, oh, wait, head rush. Oh, um, no, I'll be good. Right, well... Well, we'll get we'll get a new room, a uh, couple of rooms, and then just text Vega where we're at. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to a different hotel, right? Yeah. And we'll say it, it's relatively easy enough. How far away do you want to go? Are you like going down the street? Are you uh, or is Michael the one finding in the hotel? Uh well, Michael already found a hotel, um, and he would have texted Geneva the thing, but I Got think it. he would assume that she was, one, not going to bring everybody all in a single group, and two, like, try and do some stuff to... Got it. Okay. Um, in that case, uh, how far away did you want to find another, uh, an alternate accommodation? He would have literally, just as soon as he found, uh, as soon as he felt like he wasn't being followed anymore, like the first hotel he came across. Got it. Okay. So we'll say, I mean, in that time, you could have been walking a while. We'll say maybe a mile and a half, two miles away from the first hotel. And uh, Geneva, if, if you're given, if, if you're given everybody instructions to make their own way there, um, everyone will have to make individual stealth rolls. Oh, gotcha. Um, would I be able to help with Mark's or Mark would help me fine? Not really, because it's kind of okay. because it, especially if you're if you're solo, if you're flying solo, if you're going together, you would have to articulate how you're helping them be stealthier or how how you're helping them evade detection. But we could we could roll with it for sure. Well, uh, at least with Mark, I've given him the hoodie so that he has something to kind of conceal his appearance. Um, and for Cassie, just kind of make my hair, which is already very long and stringy, uh, kind of cover my face as much as possible. And I mean, I'm also used to not, uh, I'm used to evading certain authorities if necessary. Uh, okay. Given the past few years of my existence. Okay. So I don't know if that would help. But. 
Well, I, I should probably ask what marching orders Geneva gives. Um, I think she'll have the other two go first. She will leave last. Um, so that's hard because I f- kind of feel like she wants to almost keep an eye on them as much as she doesn't want to be seen. <laughs> what's your things? yeah? What's your stealth rating? Not great. It's the default. It's ten. It's I almost put points into that, but then I did not. <laughs> I did the same thing and deeply um, regret it. How about criminology? What's your criminology at? That I know is better. Uh, that is seventy. Okay. In that case, what I will say is, um, you know, you might consider like counter surveillance. So kind of let them go ahead, and then you tail them to see if anybody's tailing the two of them. Perfect. I will do that. Okay. But now, I mean, Mark's not walking a mile and a half. He may not be. So yeah, do you do you all just want to take an Uber? Sure. Whatever. Whatever Geneva kind of points us in the direction towards. I mean, driving from that hotel directly to this one is like it's just going to make the fact that we got a new hotel completely irrelevant. Yeah, she would recommend walking, but it's completely because I know Mark maybe can't. <laughs> well, I, so Cassandra, knowing that, then we'll just be like, Mark, I need you to, I need you to test tough this out, okay? You know what, Mark? Roll uh, con times five. All right. Um, hey, that's not too bad. Hell yeah, yeah. With a, four, with a forty-nine out of seventy-five, you, you've you've got the wherewithal and you've got the constitution to kind of push through, muscle through this. Yeah, I can do this. I mean, I guess technically that would be willpower, but we'll 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 roll with it. All right, come on, let's go. All right, Mark is going to. Um. So the two of us are going ahead. We're not very stealthy. Right. Yeah. Who's who? So who's got the higher stealth rating? I've got fifteen. Oh, she does. Go go ahead and roll stealth. Nope. Yeah, okay. Uh, 64 to 15. Uh, so in this case, uh, Geneva rolls stealth and then roll alertness. Okay. Okay. All right, got one. Okay, so yeah, with a 65 out of 10 on your stealth, you're kind of looking at them and you're like, man, they really don't know what they're doing. Um, what's funny is <laughs> what's funny is you're not that great at it either. Um, <laughs> But uh, with that 67 out of 70, you are confident in that there's nobody. Like, they are so obvious um, that it wouldn't be hard to to monitor them and be uh, stealthy about it. But you feel like you've got a good enough eye on the local terrain and the people around you that you're, you're fairly confident that nobody is on you or on them. Perfect. Yep, I'll just follow behind. Y'all are fucked with these low-ass stealth scores, man. Shit. I know. I'm starting to think maybe I should have put some points there. (laughs) Same. And I had a bunch... Well, I tried to do a different build to Ira, and Ira had a really, really good stealth score. Uh, So I was like, oh, I'll leave the, like, stealthing and physical stuff to someone else, and I'll just make, like, a research nerd. (laughs) Ruh-roh. I was just like, I want to know... I want to be good at guns. That was what I was doing. So I was like, I don't need stealth. I have a gun. And then I was like, (laughs) nope. Love it. 
But you do eventually arrive at, at the hotel uh, that uh, Michael has, has secured. Uh, we'll say you went from like a holiday into a Best Western. It's, you know, chain to chain, um, fairly nondescript. And uh, you all reconvene there. And just to be safe, I am going to extend our stay at the original hotel as well. Okay. And then make sure that the ho- the names that we have under this one are different, just for like extra precaution. Well, how are you paying for them? Because uh, very few hotels operate on a cash basis. That's anymore. right. You could find one, but you're going to catch something when you stay there. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of figured we would have just paid with credit cards. We never would have thought not to do that, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean really before, no, for sure. You, you really have no reason to like, apart from the guys with the the gas masks showing up. Um, you, you really have no reason to believe you're being like tailed by anybody. Yeah, and the original the hotel that we originally stayed at, where we paid for the room. Michael would have paid for that with his credit card because before that was before the gas mask people. Okay. He also probably would have bought the cigarettes with his credit card as well. Got it. Or his. Do you guys? Debit yeah, cards. y'all don't really use debit cards. That. Oh often. yeah, no, we do. Yeah, yeah we, we do. do. Yeah. Okay. That's like the number one way anybody pays for anything anymore. Yeah, same uh, in Canada, definitely. Um, I just, I don't know. We always got a lot of American customers who would pay with uh, Visa cards instead of like straight debit cards, but. Gotcha. Okay. Probably um, like travel points. My, uh, specifically, um, my, my credit card gives a better foreign currency conversion than my bank. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've, I've, cause when I've traveled internationally, I've looked that up and said, oh, I should stop doing that. And it's actually much better for me to just pay with gas. Hmm. That's good to know. Um, so who's paying, so who paid for the rooms? So just so I'm tracking, who who paid for the rooms at the first hotel? Uh, Mark would have paid. I, I think we would have paid separately because we checked in separately. Got it. Okay. So Mark would have paid and, and yeah, probably would have used his credit card there. Um, When we go to the ne- next one. Yeah, Geneva will get it for everyone at the next one. Got it. Okay. Uh, just it's like intentionally trying to create kind of like a confusing thing if if anyone was going through the effort she's honestly more worried about the program tracking their cards and being like oh shit they're back (laughs) and so that's why she's trying to create like a little bit of confusion as to where exactly they might be staying in case anyone's looking that up why would she be worried about the program we'll have to we have to talk we gotta talk Since you're paying for everybody's room, um, go ahead and make an int times five or accounting test. Oh, that's right. I forgot those things. Exist. Yeah, because like yeah. if it was if it was just your own, it'd be different. But since you're paying for everybody's, just go ahead and make that roll. That's true. Okay, that's better. Um, and and it, is this at the hotel where Michael went? Correct. He probably would have tried to like not to uh, take it away from me or anything, Cammy. But no, since he was the first, since he was the first one that went there he likely would have got it okay been the one to do it right yeah so in that case you make you can make that rule michael yeah does that make sense to you cammy yeah oh absolutely they probably know each other well enough to know that that's the whoever gets there first grabs it that's fair yeah i'd say so oh my god i thought i put points in accounting and i (laughs) you have an intelligence though right damn it 
Yeah. Nice. There we go. Yeah. With a 24 out of 55, you definitely have the, the credit available to take care of everybody's rooms. So everybody's rooms are secured. Sweet. So yeah, you all make your way up to, I assume, Michael's room since he got there first. Yeah, I'll just go knock on the door of the room he gave us. Yeah, I'll follow. He opens the door and you notice that he has his gun down by his hip when he does so. I don't think anyone followed us. I think we're good for right now. Yeah, me neither. Both of our stealth rolls were really good. Yeah, no one saw me ever. I saw them, though. They need some work. <laughs> We've been made. The people Cassandra was talking about. I saw them. Gas masks, she said. Oddly enough, yeah. Are we in the same room? Yeah, I'm assuming you guys all would have okay, come yeah. in, right? Yeah. I... People in gas masks in the middle of the street. That's, yeah, doesn't sound, well, I know how it sounds. That's why I went to double check, but turns out she was right. All right. You're well, welcome. I, I'm not sure what all the cloak and dagger is for. I, 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 I have a feeling that they can find us no matter what. That's a, a hell of an assumption. And maybe no. they can, but if they can't, making sure that they won't is a good idea. All right, fine, sure, but I'm just saying. I'm not sure that this should, like, prevent us from doing something that needs to be done, because... Nothing's going to prevent us from doing what needs to be done. This was just what? a precaution. And also, Cassandra, here's your cigarettes. I bought them for you. You're welcome. Thank you. What is it that you think needs to be done, Mark? Well, I got a list. Um, I, th I think we should deal with uh, with this uh, Dr. Barbus. I agree. He's a vector at this point. He needs to be taken out. Apparently, he seems to have a pattern when it comes to Delta Green agents. Whether he's targeting us for some specific reason or just because he's been connected to our agency in the past, I don't know, but he needs to be removed. Is it worth trying to find out why? No. I think that that will just lead us further down the wormhole than we need to go. I agree. We shouldn't give him any opportunity to slip away. If he knows we're coming, he'll have the opportunity to escape. Okay. Do y'all know how to find him? We know where his house is. Oh, well. All right. We saw his car, and we met him at a at a uh, restaurant that I have a feeling he's used before. But his house is better. That's better. Yeah. Well, who knows if he's still there or not? But at least it's somewhere to start. Was that your mission to to track him down? Michael looks at Geneva. 
We were asked to investigate him. The restaurant, was it the Gateway Bridges? Yep. Yes. We were there. And two months ago, I mean, like... How long before you, you left did you visit him, or did you meet with him? Uh, we tailed him outside that restaurant towards the end of June. Um, later, uh, we returned to the Boxer Hotel in the following days. We broke into his house early July, which is when we discovered his connection to Emmett Mosby. And after that, it gets fuzzy. Where were you taken from? Were you taken from his house? Honestly, I don't entirely recall. It's fuzzy. I think we left the house, but I don't recall if we had gone to Dorchester, if we were at a hotel and they came to us. I don't I don't recall. Well, just so you know, um, you were at that uh, restaurant, the Gateway Bridges. Um, we found napkins from the Gateway Bridges in um, well, in the night floors. They had, it, was actually, uh, it was actually um, Abigail's apartment. Oh, it was at Abigail's apartment. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, we found uh, napkins from the Gateway Bridges in the apartment of an apparent victim of the night floors. And uh, they had drawings on them that were decidedly unnatural. We didn't realize this until we walked into the restaurant 20 years later. I mean, should we be contacting someone? I know this is the usual way is just to handle it, but this is a this is a lot. This is really big. Should we tell someone? What if we what if we die? What if we go to that I don't know, the night floors and we don't come back? Calling our handler is an option. I want to be 100% clear that suspicion will fall on us. We might be taken in for questioning. We might be assumed vectors. You and I have been missing for two months. The two of you accepted a job from someone entirely out of the program, which is a giant ass red flag. We can contact them and inform them and let them know what's happening so then they can send in another team to try and deal with this, but we should assume that they're not going to be happy with any of us. The agents who went missing from Dorchester, they were agents. Will they send anyone else out? It's just going to be the same thing. There's That's the problem is none of them told anyone anything. So they just disappear and then they send more people and those people don't know. They're walking into something and they don't understand. We have information now. And if we, I don't know, I don't want to, if we get, if we get disappeared, if we, if something happens to us, 
At least then someone will know. I think those agents probably had information too. And that's what got them wherever they ended up, whether it was the night floors or somewhere else. Did you have that information? Did you walk into Dor Dorchester House knowing it was a fucking trap? No, none of us did, or else we wouldn't have gone there. I feel like we should have known, though. But we didn't, and we could have. Well, not you two, specifically. And uh, Cassandra turns towards Mark. And we're here for a reason. We got brought back for a reason. I'm just afraid that it was the program that sent them there to keep them quiet, cover up whatever they knew. That's what I'm thinking, too. I mean, how many times did we say when we were in there that we were looking at our future? That's the case? We're fucked. Guys. Like, royally fucked. Like, well, no if, way out fucked. Well, if there's no if, way out, then we, we, we end what we, we... We stop what we can. We, we go see this Barbus. We take him out. We find it doesn't out what, make... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go on. I'm going to say, it doesn't make sense that they would assign our team to investigate Barbus if Barbus was integral to their agent retiree program. There is something going on that I think perhaps they know, but I also think there is a huge motherfucking blind spot here, which is why agents keep disappearing. I mean, listen, look, I know that the agency is good at covering our tracks and sometimes that means people get retired earlier than they planned in their career but I don't think that means intentionally handing them over to some demon or king in yellow or whatever the hell thing <laughs> is going on here it wouldn't intentionally feed agents to something like that According to Barbus, it was the agency that that sent them there. Of course, maybe he was lying. But yeah, Barbus, I would not take anything that he says as truth. When Geneva mentioned King in Yellow, uh, Cassandra starts to drift off for a bit before reaching into her pocket, her back pocket, to pull out the uh, the book again. Uh, and I want to just flip through again just to see if. And I don't know if there's a search roll I can do to see if there's any name in there that I recognize. You'd you'd have to do a full read through. You'd have okay. to take you'd have Fair to enough. take an hour to read the thing. Yeah. Uh, in that case, uh, feeling that everything's connected and, and paranoid about everything, um, she's just gonna as they're talking start to rip out pages uh, from the book, start to just tear them up, uh, grouping them up into bunches and just tearing them up into pieces before like it's just a you know leather cover and you know, sh torn spine and all that. Um, just trying to demolish it as best as she can. Okay. This is, uh, and, and then she's going to go ahead and uh, take up one of the trash bins and uh, just throw it in there. And uh, I assume that I would have gotten a pack of matches at least, if not a lighter with my pack sure. of cigarettes. Yeah, cheap big lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm going to light a bunch of the pages on fire and then just put everything in the trash bin on fire. And then 
uh, use something to cover it up, whether it's just like a, um, what would I use to cover up? Uh, you could do it in the toilet. Toilet would probably be better. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll flush the pages in as they're talking. I, I mean, I get, I get the impulse, but starting a fire in a hotel room is a, yeah. What are we going to do? I think we finish what we came here to do. And then we call our handler. We take out Barbus and we give our handler a call. What you two want to do, I'll leave that up to you, but that's where I'm at. Okay. You know, I'll... Oh, God. Okay. You know, I got your back. We're kind of in this together now. I, I, I don't know if you two get it yet, but whatever forces are at work are putting us together I mean the fact that we saw you 20 years ago screaming on a, on a gurney strapped to it being thrown into some fucking dark abyss I'm sorry me? yes you that's what you saw yes I, we saw you your face your screaming face hmm. complete with that mustache that beautiful dash. That's beautiful, oh, thick dash. I can never forget that dash. Um, what? I think that's the first time you actually said what it was that you saw. Like you were like, "Oh, we saw you on the night floors or whatever." But I don't think you previously mentioned that he was like strapped to a gurney. They did say he... getting fed into the mouth of hell. Oh yeah, yeah I don't know what they. Yeah. Because I I know Vince, you said that I had the feeling of straps on me or whatever, and I could see yeah. people in the distance. But I think yeah. that's the first time that he was. He's been kind of completely. Sh- Old. Yeah, roll a uh, roll sanity check. Oh, okay, cool. Talked myself into that one. Any good? Look at you. Mm-hmm. Party. Maybe that'll be my uh, mission for this. Uh, Jesus, this run. <laughs> it's to see how many sanity checks I can talk into Vince letting me make. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The ninety-five out of fifty-one. Let's let you lose one. Uh, as cool. again, you're kind of drawn back to that moment, and this must have happened to you, and and it's disturbing that you can't remember it. I think the days of you acting as your own agents are over. And even if you wanted to, we can't, the forces that are at work here, we can't stop yet. We don't even comprehend what they're doing. They're just going to keep doing it. I appreciate the call for camaraderie. My point was more that I don't know if you two realize just how much you fucked up. And while Agent Vega and I might be taken in for questioning. (laughs) She kind of just like trails off there and looks at you both very seriously. So when I say it's up to you what you want to do, that is me giving you the only option of an out that I feel I am allowed to do. Thank you for the reminder. There is no out from this, though. You know what they say. Only way out is through. And you Where do did you hear that. Yeah, I was going to say you, is when he when he says that you remember the the letter that you were given by the clock oh, yeah. child. What do you mean? Where did I hear that? It's a an incredibly common. The only way out is through. People say that all the time, right? I I want to humor it. Yeah, go for it. 
Yeah, sixty-eight out of eighty-four. He's he's telling he seems honest. He seems genuine. Yeah, that's right. a super common saying. Ah, uh, well, that no, no, that's no. Somebody else said that to us. Um, a few people actually didn't Bale say that to us also. I yeah, believe he did. I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, it was either him or Wist. One of the two. Yep. But it was on Wist's note, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was on the note that you received uh, this morning. Yeah, oh, okay. From my other deal. Do you show them that? I don't. Okay. Yeah, nothing yeah, is true. It, so. Nothing is true except out is through. That's that's what the, yeah. the note said. Yeah, I mean, Geneva will ask, like, who told you that recently? So, so was, I think it was this bail guy. Um, he he let us out of the place. Um, and before he did, he he said to us, "The only way out is through." Yeah, it's a it's a really common saying. Okay, uh, I don't find coincidences to be just those anymore, though. The note that was given the, I guess you'd say, invitation. It was from Abby, and she ended it with with that phrase. And uh, at this point, uh, Cassandra will start to pull up the letter. Nothing is true except out is through. And you do notice it is on Hotel Broadleben stationery. And yeah, at this point, I'll hand it over to Michael and Geneva. Does that saying spark of... Oh, sweet. Did that saying spark a feeling at all? No. No. And Cassie, as you say this, and as you talk about this, and as you, you put your eyes on this note again, you are filled with this perfect certainty. If you do not find the bottle of the author of The King in Yellow... Travel to the palace in Carcosa and find Abigail right there. You, all of you, the four of you in that room, will become ghosts haunting the night world forever. Nothing is true except out is through. I need you to roll sanity. Yeah, cool. Wow, okay. With a 21 I'm out of 30. That. I was not either. Um, <laughs> beautiful. Um, so you lose zero sanity. Um, and when that happens too, uh, there's a moment where as they're looking over the note, uh, Mark, you'd probably see it closest, but you start to see that Cassandra's starting to fidget in place, like trying to adjust herself. And then she starts to reach around uh, rifle through her back pocket and it's gone. it's gone Cassie she pulls out a red leather book with the symbol of the king in yellow on it you tore that up those pages are in the toilet right now ah. everybody roll sanity <laughs> yeah wait uh, and that was Michael saying fucking laughing, by the way, Matt. Well, I mean, also me too, because fuck, but... 
<laughs> Ooh. Oh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. You are hemorrhaging sanity, man. Holy cow. You're know. back at that point you wanted about. <laughs> Honestly, um, this is, yeah, I'm almost at the number where I was like, that was pretty low. Yeah. Uh, again, I, like, this might be, if this keeps happening, this might be my most short-lived character yet. Yeah. Cass, so Cassie yeah. with a 54 out of 30, um, you lose one. Geneva with a 24 out of 55, you lose nothing. Mark with a 22 out of 66, you lose nothing. And Michael with a 71 out of 50, you lose one. I'm just going to say, I, I really hope we don't have to do another one of those. <laughs> Are you one away from your breaking point again? No, but I'm, I'm pretty close. No, yeah. no, I'd be thrilled if I went, again, went over again. Totally. Yeah. So, so let me get this straight. We saw Cassie tear the pages out of that thing and flush them down the toilet. And now it's back? Yep. Or she may have had more than one. You don't know. Cassie, what's going on here? Is this some kind of trick? Uh, Cassandra opens up the book to see if there's any credits, to see if there's like an author or like any kind of like printing information. There is not. No, no publisher, no trademark. Um, no, like Library of Congress uh, information, nothing like that. It, it literally is. Uh, there's a title page, the King in Yellow, and then the play. Okay, so there's not even like a breakdown of the acts or anything like that. Uh, yeah, like a, like a table of contents kind of deal. Yeah, yeah like Act One, da da da. Act Two, yep. da da da. There is indeed. Okay, uh, what are the names of the acts? Um. So. With these, that's a great question because nobody's ever written the King of Yellow like completely. Um, let's do this. So, uh, you look through and some of the acts, it's it's all it's it's very fuzzy. Um, a volume of secret faces, the repair of reputations, like a map made of skin. The stage, the dragon, and the clown just all these different uh, different act titles and none of it makes sense and you look through and it would take you more to dig through it but those are some of the ones that immediately jump out of you yeah, I mean especially the clown the dragon uh, one um, but I'll tuck it away into my pocket again and we have to find who wrote this if we don't if we don't find who wrote this we're just going to end up like the others Cassie, what the heck? I saw you ter- tear that thing up. Was I it did. was it a trick? What? No, no. I, and uh, Cassie starts to tear out the pages again uh, in front of all three of them, tearing them up into as tiny pieces as she possibly can, and then uh, gathers uh, all the kind of scraps up into a ball, uh, leaving behind the empty cover, just throwing all the pages into the toilet and flushing again. You know what's going to happen next. You're doing this to yourself. Yeah, but I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, totally. Totally. Um, and then, yeah, she comes back. And uh, I guess when she comes back, uh, no one would have noticed it, but the pages are there. Back in the book. Well, so what I will say is that book is is empty and torn up, but there's another one in your pocket. Oh, perfectly, even better. So yeah, um, she comes out of the toilet and notices that there's the empty uh, cover. Um, 
but uh, as she's looking at you, Mark, and the others in the book, the empty book cover, uh, you see she starts to suddenly feel down on her back pocket again. And you see this look of, not surprise, but distress. Uh, Michael's going to sit down on the bed and put his head in his hands and go, we're so fucked. And Mark, she is glowing brighter than she ever has at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Hey guys, remember how I I told you that y'all were glowing? It's getting Rick. worse. Where do we go now? Do we find? Do we find him? I. Yeah, um, yeah, look, if we help you guys, do you think you can help us? Depends on what you're asking help with. Well, what if we were never here? That's not possible. Why not? Because as of right now, I don't know if I can trust the two of you to just go on and live your lives as if this didn't happen. Because it did happen and something is clearly following you. And you're over here invoking demonic names. You are covered in what could potentially be some kind of infection. Just pretending like none of this ever happened is not possible. Hey, Mark. Yeah? As Geneva is talking, you have to, you almost instinctively squint because there is this glow that is just, it it almost brighter than Cassie, just as bright as the book, even. It almost washes out everything else. And you turn to look and it's coming from the TV. Hang on. What? What's on the TV? Nothing yet. What do you mean? There's nothing on the TV. It's glowing, too. This is just glowing? Mark walks over and turns on the TV. There is a news report story that four inmates from the Dorchester House Psychiatric Facility have escaped and are believed to be armed and dangerous. One by one, your pictures... All four of you flash across the screen. Everyone roll alertness for me. Oh, shit. Oh, you all succeed. Mark with a 32 out of 70. Geneva with a 26 out of 70. Cassie with a 24 out of 50. And Michael with a 26 out of 80. Yeah, these are pictures you don't remember ever taking. It's a photo of each of you standing with an empty expression wearing normal clothes. But one thing you notice is that each of you appears to be carrying an object like a bottle cut off by the cropping of the photograph. You don't remember taking that picture, but it appears entirely re- real and entirely recent. I need everybody to roll sand. Man, I was 100% convinced you were going to be like, you all hear Syrah. <laughs> oh. 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 Let's go. Oh, I finally did one. Yeah. Okay. So, Mark, 
uh, with a 92 out of 66. Cassie with a 100 out of 29. Michael with a 17 out of 49. Geneva with a 7 out of 55. Michael and Geneva, you're good. Mark and Cassie, you both lose one. Have Only we one ever, with a fumble? Damn. Yep. Have we ever had a uh, 100 on a sanity check before? I don't believe so. That's wild. Yeah. But as a new report continues, it makes it clear in no uncertain terms that you are dangerous, violent, mentally ill patients. And Dr. Dallin even appears on the screen, advising anyone who comes into contact with you to keep their distance and contact their nearest law enforcement agency. You all are wanted. And that is where we are going to end tonight's session. <laughs> oh, man. Gotta say, I didn't see that coming. Thank you for listening to Delta Green Impossible Landscapes, part of the Black Project Gaming Podcast. If you like what you heard, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, and be sure to visit blackprojectgaming.com for previous Delta Green episodes. You can also listen to our ongoing Waterdeep Dragon Heist and Barovia, California campaigns. If you'd like updates on all future releases, please follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Until next time, I'm Vince, your host and handler, with Brett as DEA Special Agent Michael Whitwer, also known as Agent Vega, Cammie as FBI Special Agent Geneva Brown, also known as Agent Venus, Doug as FBI Special Agent Mark Hansom, also known as Agent Meshock, and Jack as FBI Special Agent Cassandra Troy, also known as Agent Madison. Thank you again, and remember, we'll be seeing you.